It's exclusive on QAM because nobody else wants it. And what would that be? The Marlins. Oh. Nobody else wants to carry it. Anybody else wants it, we'll give it to you. As long as you pay the rights, we don't want it. By the way, David Sampson won't be filling in for you Friday. I understand that, yeah. <laughs> Somebody forgot to tell you that. Yeah. This place is unbelievable. You know what? I, I would agree. I just had quite a conversation with the Clarence. Unbelievable. You know what? I, it's a question of whether bad management is better than no management at all. Right. That's right. That, you know something? I told George that uh, back when uh, Greg announced that he was uh, going to be our consultant. It's just outrageous. You know what? I said, be careful what they the hope They just hang out to dry. They yeah. set you up for failure here. Right. That's, uh, yeah, that's exactly right. I was just telling Josh Cordes that. That's exactly right. You have got to be so good to overcome them. <laughs> and even then you can't do it. Right. Because they put all the hurdles in your way. That's well, some of this new yeah. guy we got. You know, you know that Joe Bell, if you're looking for him, he'll be in the tea room. He's sitting there waiting. He's, he's been there for like 16 hours trying to figure out which hand to wipe with. He I just mean, can't get off the pot, man. He can't make a move. He can't make a move. These people tell you that they've got something done and it's set and it's, uh, you know, you can go with it and blah, blah, blah. Right. And then somehow it's not it's done, done and you can't go with it. Right. And yada, yada, yada. Yada, yada, yada. That's it. That's the new Joe Bell crew, man. Yada, yada, yada. You got that's our theme song. He's let's freaking... put up a bunch of... Let's put... Even, even what's your name? That bitch over at UM would be upset with that. I think there's too many people left from the old crew. No, I don't think that's the problem at all. I want to see a complete overhaul in this place. We need two live crew is what we need. Oh, Luther would be good. Yeah, he, he'd be better than what we got now. I'll tell you that. This guy, man, Mr. Mr. Gladhander, Mr. Pat you on the back, everything is great. You're doing a wonderful job. I like all your people. Ba 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 ba. And then when it comes push comes to shove, he can't do any, he can't get anything done. He can't even figure out how many uh, how many pencils to buy, how many staples to order. But he wants to be loved. He wants everybody to like him a lot. I mean, did you ever believe we'd be pining for the day of Greg Reed? Did you ever think that that would happen? I will ponder that while I'm in hot I mean, springs this weekend. a massive prevaricator, but at least there was some semblance of uh, order, you know what I mean? Some, some, some concept that something might get done someday. Even though it usually took a herniatic effort, some things eventually did get done. With these people, nothing gets done. You know, like that. Like Santino said in The Godfather. Like that. Remember that? Yep, I do. Yeah. So don't take it personal because it's uh, all of us. It's the whole place. It's not like they singled you out for special persecution. No. It's like all of us. They single all of us out for special persecution. <laughs> Man, what a what a joint this has turned into. Thank God you're there. Hey, I bet you there are a lot of Panther fans up here. Oh. Not. How many do you think are here? About 30, man. Now, get out of here. Maybe five. Oh, yeah, they're up there tonight. Big game tonight at the Air Canada Center. Big game for the Leafs, although the Leafs are, you know, it's all done. Leafs aren't going to make it. Panthers are officially eliminated. No playoffs. Then I see Dante Culpepper is like, uh, may not be ready for action, man. Well, you try to tell people that. Yeah, well, who's the quarterback going to be? Let's see. What do you think? I'm trying to figure out who Let's we can... Let's get Gary Yepremian out of retirement. Who, who we can send over there from here. Huh? Who can we send over there from here to play quarterback? Gary Sarner. That'd Although I don't fine. think his rabbi will allow him to handle the pigskin. <laughs> If it was good enough for Ali Sherman, it's good enough for Gary Sarner and Marv Levy. That's why there aren't that many Jews in football. You can't handle the pigskin. It's not kosher. 
Isn't that what it is? I think so. Yeah. I always thought that Abe Gibran was Jewish, but he wasn't. He was just fat. Yeah. <laughs> horse player. Abe Gibran was a big horse player. He was a big everything. Was he really? Yeah. Probably a track. big boozer, too. <laughs> used to see him at the track all the time. Probably smoked those big fat stogies, you know. What What is it about the track and cigars? There? I mean, I used to enjoy a cigar at the track. I can't even begin to tell you how much. People like to smoke cigars when they gamble, period. Yeah, that's true. Although you can't gamble, you can't smoke cigars in a casino. And like in Niagara Falls, you can smoke cigarettes, which I hate. But you can't smoke a stogie there. I ran into Leroy Griffith last night. Really? He told me to say hello to you. Well, great. Give him a big kiss for me. Tell him that Tempest Storm has still got a fake <laughs> uh, apparatus. He likes you a lot. Well, sure, he ought to. Another pervert just like him. <laughs> All us perverts hang together, man. Yeah, this is true. Where the hell did you run into? Well, I don't want to. I don't want to. Restaurant. <laughs> I don't want to know where you ran into. No, he eats at uh, Joe's all the time. Oh, does he? Yeah. I'll be damned. Well, probably he can't eat at Wolfie's anymore because it's not there no more. That's true. Yeah, we got some major. You see, the audience thinks that I exaggerate these things. I'm glad that you're like chiming right in there because it's just, uh, it, it, it's incomprehensible, you know? You Even just you do feel a, like you're in here and you're trying, yeah. and they just hang you out to dry. Right, exactly. And they can't, they just, and keep at it's the 11th of, 11th of April already. It's opening baseball day, opening a home game. And these people still can't, uh, they haven't got a clue who's on first and what's on second and uh, nothing. It, it's really kind of scary. Then, of course, we also, on the other hand, we got Joyce hanging over our heads. Me more than you. It more affects me than you. But, boy, oh, boy. Yeah. I, 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 if I fart in the shower, I feel like I'm going to like, get penalized for it because Joyce might find out about it. Only if you play the sound. Oh, I see. Yeah, so I'm imagining we got a nice and beautiful day today for all the Florida people coming for the big hockey game tonight at the Air Canada Center, the uh, Florida Panthers and Toronto Maple Leafs. It's going to be sunny and 63 today. Not bad. Nicest day of the year. Yesterday was pretty nice, too. I'd like to go somewhere where there's good weather. No, not, they just changed it again. 65, 18 Celsius, sunny, and 65. All right. You'd like to go where? Somewhere where there's good weather. No. Oh. The last, well, my last two trips have not been so so good weather-wise. Well, you're going to Arkansas. It couldn't yes. be too bad there. Hot springs. Yeah, probably a tornado will hit while I'm there. <laughs> now you see, they've got you in this negative frame of mind. That's right. You've got to snap out of it. It's the negative vibes around here. Let's see. Hot. I'm going to do a thing here. Hot springs, weather. <laughs> Don't what? tell me. <laughs> well, no. I'm, uh, if it's good, I'll tell you. And if not, I'll just lie about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm googling right now. Hot springs. Wa- uh, another lie. I couldn't take it. Hot springs uh, conditions. There's not going to be a hurricane. Huh? Now, what day are you going to be there, Friday? Friday and Saturday. Oh, no, you're in in for a real treat. Yeah? I'm telling you, sunny, a high of 84, a low of 61. That's pretty warm for this time of year. And Saturday, partly cloudy, 82 and 62. But no rain, no uh, tornadoes, no uh, end of the world. Looks pretty good. Hot Springs, Arkansas. Do you remember the movie Kelly's Heroes? No. Oh, it was a great movie. Uh, Who was in it, Gene Kelly? No. Donald Sutherland. Red Kelly? Kelly Savalas, Clint Eastwood. They rob a bank behind the German lines. Yeah. And Donald Sutherland plays a character named Oddball. And he keeps talking about he's stoned all the time. You know, he's smoking one joint after another. And he keeps yelling at them about negative vibes. Mm-hmm. I don't want any negative vibes, man. Keep the negative vibes out of here. That's this place. Negative oh, yeah. vibes. Yeah. The sta- what, what was that phrase I came up with a couple of weeks ago? The station that uh, this makes your life miserable. Something like that. 
The station that uh, takes away your desire to live. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's it. Slogan. That's it. And I'm talking about the people on the inside. I don't know about the listeners, but whatever we got left. The listeners are probably enjoying our misery. Well, evidently, you know, it's the S and M thing in South Florida. Yep. Now I'm beginning to wonder if I have any audience left because, like this best of Neil thing we did for that 30th anniversary, that went over like a about 30 man. I'm doing a poll on it today about why people didn't buy it, and uh, almost 30 percent say they did. Well, I got news for you: 30 percent of the audience bought the CD or our T-shirts. That means we got about 3,000 people left listening to the show. Not not a good sign. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not a good omen. There you go with those negative vibes again. And the way this uh, current regime is going, it wouldn't surprise me. They could they could take uh, the Empire State Building and and uh, turn it into like a, a pup tent in no time. And, and just as I was saying that, they're showing a thing here about the World Trade Center. That's the last thing I needed to see. Oh, brother. I was trying to steer away from that, and uh, they're playing these phone calls again, you know. All these horrible phone calls to 911 people. Am I going to die? Well, what are they going to tell me? Yeah, you're going to die? Have a nice rest. Jesus. They're grave robbers, these people in the media. They never stop. Yeah. They never stop exploiting misery and tragedy. That's what it's all about, the media. You're right. Look at us. <laughs> They're exploiting us. But my check showed up on time yesterday. Oh, well, Terrence, that's all I care. That's all I can care about anymore because the rest of it with these people is all, you know. This Joe Bell, man, he makes Greg Reed seem like the, uh, the answer man. He's just uh, impossible. I've never encountered a guy like this. I've worked for all kind of people. I worked for good people like Sid Levin and Dick Casper. I worked for idiots like Stanley J. Cohen at INZ and uh, Greg Reed and uh, Mike Disney and Boy Gary. Boy, well, no, he wasn't a general manager. He was just a mangler. <laughs> but no, you got a good point. I mean, some real idiots. But this guy here, he's—I don't even know what category to put him in. He just—he's uh, like a—I don't know, like a clown. Clarabelle. I think that's going to be my new name for uh, Claire. Instead of Joe Bell, how about Clarabelle? So it means. I like that. I think that works out well. Clarabelle. He's just going to go around going, ah, ah. Yeah, that's right. And put on that red nose. Maybe you can borrow it from Robin Williams from Patch Adams. He can put that red nose on. Clarabelle. And why do they keep showing the damn towers on fire again? They're, Jesus, God. Chilling testimony. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, it's five years ago already. Stop it, a baloney. Brother. And, of course, you know, it's really interesting with all these illegal aliens that are continuing to pour across the border and been doing it for, like, over 20 years now, and they have no idea how many are here. And, oh, look at these big demonstrations. Yeah, that's right, because there's millions and millions of these people who got in. They're going to make talking about legal. security and monitoring who comes in and who goes out. What a joke that is. They haven't got any idea who the hell comes in. And they're wondering how all those guys were living in Florida. Well, you see all the shady people that live in Florida. I'll tell you what they they got to do is shut down the border between... North Carolina and Florida. That would be a real good idea. Starting with salespeople. <laughs> I I could tell you a story. I can't tell it to you on the air, but the Duff just came in here before the show this morning. Yeah. It, it, it epitomizes everything that's going on there right now. Like like a guy that's trying desperately to shoot himself in the foot. You know, it's one thing to be suicidal, but if you're going to shoot yourself in the foot, all you're going to do is limp around a lot. You know. I I just don't understand it. They're like working against themselves. But other than that, let's see, it's only Tuesday. So we got the ball. You going out to the ball game? Uh, they're having a station party out there. Really? I wasn't invited for that. I'm going to come down for it. You would have? Not. They would have probably paid your way. No. Fly Neil in for a day? We got the crow on at 2 o'clock, 2 to 3.30. We got the crow, baby. 
Now we're going to be dangerous. The baseball season's underway. We got the crow. That's where you see some arm pro- pro- uh, problems. Right. <laughs> so you're not going. Is that what you're saying? Um, you're thinking about it. Thinking. Yeah. Well, maybe you have a chance to go up there in the press box, toss a couple of them over the edge. Would be good. I'd, I'd pay you for that. Let me know how much you want. Anybody in mind in particular? Oh, oh yeah. Our people, you mean? Yeah, some people we're just talking about. Okay. And then tomorrow and uh, Thursday, we got 12.30 pregame shows because we've got 105 games. Oh! And I still say that's because of uh, the scheduling. People are questioning that because of Pesach. They don't want to have, like, night games on uh, Passover and piss off all the Jews. And so the kids are, out of, kids are out of school this week, too. Yeah. And that's another thing. Oh, so there's another thing they can do it. They don't have to piss off the Jews, and all the kids can go out and uh, watch uh, a great team. Two bad teams. Actually, the Marlins have a chance against the Padres. I see the Padres also are 1-4. Yes, they are. And the Panthers and Leafs here at the Air Canada Center tonight, two teams that uh, aren't going to make the playoffs. Two badly mismanaged teams, organizations, as they say in the business, the organization. Mm-hmm. Leafs are going to wind up paying Ed Bell for $11 million for this past season for his crappy play. They're going to have to buy him out for a million and a half. And then with all the whatever they had to pay him, it's going to total $11 million for a 40-year-old stiff with a bad back. He ain't no Johnny Bauer, I'll tell you that. Oh, you're talking about our old sales manager? 40-year-old stiff with a bad back? That's bad. Next year, I know you're going I know you're on your way to get No, I'm not. Yeah, you were. Out of sight, out of mind, man. Even on a poll about who the hell they hate the other day, they didn't, he didn't do all that well. Out of sight, out of mind. They hate Rick Sanchez like poison. They really despise him. In fact, Mo was right on your ass. If I let it go a little bit longer, he'd have passed you like you were sitting still. Mo. Yeah. <laughs> he was. He was a late addition. I'm starting, to, I'm starting to miss him a little bit, you know. I know that sounds bizarre, but in, in kind of a sick way, I'm almost missing him. Not because he was good or had any numbers, just because at least, I don't know, at least there was a little variety. You could count on him up. being there. Huh? You could count on him being there. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's right. Even if we all hated him like poison, and we did, at least we knew he'd be there. At least the audience knew what to expect, what to fear. <laughs> now it's like, hey, what, what are you clowns doing today, you know? And usually it's... Well, like one good thing, I, I told Clarence, we already got enough squeaky voices on the air, so we didn't need David Sampson on her anyway on uh, Friday. So I understand uh, a lot of hate calls for Jeffrey Loria this morning. Is that correct? Not terrible. No? No. Actually, he said something that's, uh, you know, he's finally going to get involved in this whole thing. See what he can do. People want to see the owner. He's going to get involved in what? Talking with the... Uh, People around town to get to try to get a, a place. Oh, I see. Try to uh, have us build him a stadium. Yeah. Hey, Jeffrey, guess what? No. Ain't gonna happen, sweetheart. Better con artists than you have tried the same scam, and it hasn't worked, and it's not going to work for you either. There is no chance that the public is going to put up a single dime to build these people a stadium. None. Zero. I don't care how much Greg Kotex whines and carries on. Ain't gonna happen. Especially after they slap the public in the face. You know what I mean? <laughs> How dare you people not show up? And you're belly aching about where we're moving to San Antonio or wherever. I, well, if you don't want to show up, you know, uh, they're not going to show up. What their pimps at the Herald, right? They've been through this already. Oh, yeah, Kotex, did you see that blog of his today about, well, if you're not going to be there, why not, you know? And I noticed the responses to that, they're all negative. Even one guy says he will be there just to boo Samson and Lurie, and that'll be the only time he'll go all year long. Well, listen, we got to run here. Yeah. we got to skate, as they say on Leafs TV. we got to skate. Okay. Skate carefully. 
<laughs> yeah. I, th- I think we're skating on thin ice is what yeah, I'm for feeling. Sure. But we'll see you tomorrow. You just keep hanging in there. I'll be here. That's what they said to uh, Gary Gilmore when they pulled the noose. Just keep hanging, <laughs> and I'll see you tomorrow. All right. Have a good day. The views expressed on the previous programs are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the BC Broadcast Group, staff, fun. advertisers, or agencies. You know what I'm going to do? What are you going to do? By the way, George is on vacation this week, and there's no... Uh... Oh, you're playing the open? Oh, I'm sorry. Stepping on the open. Did you want me to cut it? Cut it. Well, no, because it's already 10.15. What I'm going to do instead of playing that thing, because I'm playing a long bit. And I just realized if I played that, we'd already be time almost for the for the second break. Well, all right. we got all whipped up there, you know. We were, like, uh, emotional and uh, working on a uh, sob story there, Hank and me. Just uh, very sad. Very, very sad. Uh, disappointing what we got there now. But they're taking good care of you, I see, though. Oh, yeah. Not. Do you notice how much response I got from Clarence on that? We, we count, we, did you count the seconds? Not that he was doing a tap dance to avoid talking about it. They just they don't care about our people. That's all. They talk a good game. They don't care about any people. And what they do care about is I have no idea, but uh, that's the QM effing way. So it's been nice being with you all. I, I'm, I'm really thinking that 30th anniversary, if I'd have been smart, that would have been it. That would have been my swan song. Wouldn't that have been a smart thing to do? Perhaps. Yeah. In retrospect, I'm looking back now. It was March the 1st. I'm thinking, boy, that would have been a great time to hang it up, as opposed to going out like a fool and a clown like we're all going to do. When you got Clarabelle running the joint, we're all going to wind up being clowns. 10-16 at QAM. Happy Tuesday to you. Opening Marlins Day. All you punk kids go out there and go to a ball game, man. Get some of them stale hot dogs. You know, South Florida is famous for its trade shows. There's boat shows, car shows, bridal shows, home shows, art fairs galore, and lots more. If you're a trade show exhibitor, the one name you need to know is PubSet. PubSet creates the absolute top-of-the-line attention-grabbing steel customers from the competition trade show displays. Call 954-772-7275 right now, and PubSet will get you set for success. When it comes to design, printing, posters, banners, and especially trade show displays, PubSet has been the very best for 14 years. Call 954-772-7275. Write it down. 954-772-7275 954-772-7275 for PubSet. From design to setup, PubSet can handle all your trade show needs. Rest assured, PubSet will separate you from the competition. Don't look second rate like us here at QAM. You only get one chance to look great. PubSet is the way to do it. Call 954-772-7275 or go to PubSetSF.com. For top-notch design, trade show graphics, and displays, PubSet be the way to go. Look for my picture on their building. You'll pee in your pants. It's along Dixie Highway, just north of Commercial. Call PubSet today, 954-772-7275. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. This is the most disgusting program. I urge everyone to complain to this station. They say our love is taboo. That what we're doing is wrong. But I don't care what they say. Because my love is so strong. They tell us we should be ashamed. We're not husband and wife. But I cherish each moment with you. I'm so glad you're in my life. You fail. You're my friend.
prison bitch, my prison bitch, you're not like other men. I'm glad we share a prison cell when lights go out at 10. I can't accept the way I feel, now that would be a crime. As long as I am doing you, I don't mind doing time. Cause you're my prison bitch, my prison bitch, and I have no regrets. I got you for a candy bar and a pack of cigarettes. At first you were resistant, but now you are my friend. I knew that I would get you in the end. started playing weren't you okay what we're about ready for the next break no but i'm what i'm saying is that well, I, I scour i'm starting to scour through my dcs here through these eighty thousand bits and i'm listening and even based forget about fcc even based on joyce regulations over and above the top right i'm finding things that i, I don't find anything in there that's uh, objectionable you understand that you could object to so i'm going to play them all right well, why the hell not? I mean, we're down to such a very limited number anyway. Plus, we got Clarabelle going to bat for us, and he don't seem to be very effective these days. He can't even uh, honk that little honker no more. So it's just me and Josh against the world today because uh, Miguel is out uh, playing uh, hot shot at the ballpark. We still can't get a number on that uh, best of uh, that thing. It's a disastrous fundraising campaign. We can't get a number from anybody because they don't care. 
But we do have the crow today at uh, 2 o'clock. Talking hardball, the crow. Because nobody else in the market will put them on here. Nobody's that desperate, but we'll put them on. I got your crowbonics right here, homeboy. I'll bet you do. He'll be at gate F. Stands for uh, fans for opening day today at the ballpark. And then we got Marlins on deck at 3.30 at 4.05. Your home opener, baby, the Marlins and the lame San Diego Padres. If you go there and you talk real nice to them at the uh, gate, then maybe they'll let you in for free. You say, boy, who the hell would want to pay to see this crap? And they'll say, yeah, you know, good point. Maybe they'll let you in for free, but I doubt it. And then we got on AM 1360, we got uh, Panthers preview. Now, the Marlins game will be over by then, don't you think? Well, what time is it? The game starts at 4.05, and the Panther preview is at 7. Um, maybe. We'll see. Opening see day. More... We'll see opening day. I figure it probably started about 4.30. Oh. Really? For what? About 30, man. Oh. And uh, who knows, you know, baseball is one of those games. <laughs> yeah, maybe extra innings. Maybe a 15-inning marathon, but it's unlikely. At any rate, the Panther and uh, preview uh, against the Leafs here at Maple Leaf at, uh, I'm sorry, Air Canada Center, excuse me, uh, will be at 7 o'clock. 7.30, the Panthers and the Make Believes. And that'll probably be on QM because certainly by then that damn baseball game will be over already. So we can get the important Panther game on, who have already been eliminated. And the Leafs, not officially, but they will be very soon, including maybe uh, the, uh, certainly this week. All I can say is... Another break already? Well, that's the way it goes. That's what happens when two fat old Jews start uh, commiserating, pop, 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 like me in the humper there, you know, just uh, pop, 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 like that. Like that. that. Was funny. It was. Hey, if you think you have termites in your home, you better call our good friends at Ridded Pest Control today for a free termite inspection. Ridded Pest Control uses that amazing orange oil treatment I've been telling you about that kills termites and the rags 100% on contact. They are gone faster than you can say Joe Bell is a clown. If you have termites, this is the best possible way to get rid of them and say goodbye forever. You don't have to tent your house either. You don't have to turn your home into a circus just because Clarabelle's in charge. No worrying about poisonous gas. No move-outs. No hotel stays. No worrying about food or pets in your health. They treat your home with this amazing orange oil that nobody else has got, and you don't have to leave it all. In fact, when they're done treating your property, the only thing left behind is the clean set of oranges for just a few days. You'll be running around sniffing the walls and the ceiling. It's true. If you have a termite problem, call Ridded Pest Control right now and find out about their amazing orange oral treatment that kills termites and the regs 100% on contact. No BS, no tenting, no kidding. Call right now for a no-obligation free inspection. Call Ridded toll-free at 1-800-447-4348. That's 1-800-447-4348. When you call, be sure and tell them that Todd Dreck told you to call. That'll mean a lot to them. 1-800-447-4348 for Riddit Pest Control. This is Neil Rogers. Rock solid. This is 560 QAM. Simon Cowell is looking for the next big star. America's Got Talent. Win a million-dollar prize in the biggest talent search ever held. Singers, dancers, comics, anything goes. I, however, am on record saying... We ought to make the pie higher. <laughs> then there is my most famous statement. Rarely is the question asked, is our children learning? <laughs> well, almost anything. 1032, 28 before 11 o'clock. It's the Marlin 85-hour pregame show. I'm thinking if we really care a lot about the Marlins, uh, you know, the Dolphins, any Dolphin game, even just ordinary games, forget about opening uh, the home opener. Just any regular Dolphin uh, game that we have. We have, like, uh, back when we had the Dolphins. Uh, hours and hours, like four hours at least, of pregame festivities, right? Yeah. That's he, to try. Huh? That's to try to squeeze a lot of spots in there to get some of that broadcast rice fees back. And probably we would do the same for tomorrow. We'd start at noon with the pregame. The only problem is nobody wants to buy the spots. 
Let's do a little phone check here. 5670560 before we get started. 5670560, pound 560 in the Verizon and Singular Wireless Lines. Very bad news as the Humper passed along. David Sampson will not be uh, squeaking it, uh, filling in on Friday morning Damn. for the Humper. We have no idea who will be. But... That bad news? Yeah, it's, it's terrible. I was wondering, uh, Bozo the Clown or Clarabelle? I'm wondering which would be the better um, <laughs> name for Joe Bell. I'm not going to ask you because obviously you got that hot deal in, in the works. He's really going to bat for you big time. That's what I hear, yeah. He ain't no Smoky Burgess, I'll tell you that. When it comes to going to bat for somebody, he ain't no big pinch hitter. God, he's just uh, non-compass mentis, I think, is the problem there. Five, six, seven. Look at this. See, I don't think my phone is working. Oh, yeah, it's working all right. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty. Looking for a line checker or two. Now that the delay is catching up in the next 20, 30 minutes. And pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. Why you're not going to the Marlin game today? Why you wouldn't buy any of our merchandise on that best of? And, and these people are such liars, man. When we get to that pool, look at that. Almost 30% say they bought our CD. Well, if that's the case, we got the smallest audience I've ever had in my life in this market. What a joke that is. WQAM line check. Hey, Rogers. Hello. Yes, sir. I just wanted to give you a, a quick website of a picture of Jesse Metcalf I think you'd enjoy. Jesse Metcalf? Yeah, and a song. Yeah. It's, it's not for your audience, but you'll like it. Well, what is it kind of like? Hey! Okay, what is it? T-O-W-L-E-R-O-A-D.com. Just scroll down, you'll see, you'll love it. Sounds pornographic to me. I've no, it's pretty good. Yeah, it sounds really pornographic. Okay, thanks, <laughs> thanks, pal. Pervert. That's my kind of guy right there, a real pervert. Wants to see some, some uh, hot guy naked. Hey! Yeah. Well, look at this. What, what's this all about? Why do I have to go to my pile here? And I just, I'm really uh, pissed off at this whole situation after hearing talking to Hank and having Clarence. And then, of course, Duff came in. It, 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 you were like an ear witness to it. Yeah. It was just like one after the other. It was like watching a uh, deck of cards come crumbling down, man. Wow. One by one. Holy. And, and you see, everything was nice and quiet till about 9.43. Yeah. I, I, I had to open up a mouth. Where yeah, the hell you asked for it. Today? And then, oh, <laughs> they started. They start. WQAM, Death Wish Radio. Hello. <laughs> Hey, Neil, I owe you a debt of gratitude. For? I just moved, and uh, I know how much you hate cats, but yes. uh, I have an outdoor cat. Now all of a sudden you have to do is business indoors, and for two days it's been panicsville around here. But as soon as I turned you on this morning, boom, you made a beeline for that box. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I owe you, Neil. I do. Yeah, I have that effect, man. Thanks, man. Okay, Bye-bye. good luck to you. Kill that thing. Put it in the microwave. Nuke it. When in doubt, nuke that thing. Don't forget, cats are the ones that are spreading that bird flu around the world because they're the ones that eat the birds, and then they get the, uh, you know, and, of course, people trust those cats, and then guess what? Uh-oh, cat had the uh, bird flu. So either, you know, kill a bird or kill a cat or two birds with one stone. I have no room. Uh, no, maybe that's why they're not uh, buying these CDs too much. They figure some of that money from abandoned pet rescue go to cats. Yeah, that's the reason. That, that's got to be it because I know we're all dog lovers, but anybody that's uh, giving money to cats, fat. Ooh, nasty. I'm real leery about guys who have cats. WQAM, hello. Okay. WQAM, hello. QAM? Yes, sir. Hi, Neil. Death Wish Radio, yes. This sounds like Clarence doing a voice. Is this you, Clarence? As I turned on the radio, I heard prison bitch, and I automatically assumed Joyce had died. No, there's nothing really wrong in that bit. And it just dawned on me yesterday. I listened to it, and I thought, well, what could be objectionable with that? I mean, you know, right? Well, thanks for playing it. It was sorely missed. Uh, <laughs> I'll bet. Okay. Good luck to you, sir. Rectum. Get that big jar of, uh, that family-sized jar of Vaseline out. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that bit. I See, agree. The problem is she, huh? I agree. Even you didn't uh, hit the button, I hope. 
No, I didn't. There's nothing there, although I'm sure that you would like doing a little green apple quick step in your seat. But, uh, a little yeah, bit, you know. Listen to it, and I thought, well, what, what could be wrong with that? It's uh, very generic, what it refers to. It's very generic. Anyway, uh, we understand that you don't want to buy it. Look, this business about how many people stole a CD, they found a place to download it, or they burned a copy for their friends, you don't have to lie about that. We're not tracing uh, who you are, where you are. We're not going to, like, put your name on the air. You know, come on, fess up to it and stop lying to us. God, are they a bunch of liars. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes, sir. When I come in uh, and do the slot, am I going to have to do the Yeah. WQAM, hello. Testies, testies, one, two, three. I noticed that he started fading again. Notice that fade. He's letting the board. Yeah, good job. <laughs> oh, just like uh, Buddy Holly said, not fade away. But in your case, forget the not. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, buddy? Good. You know, uh, a couple things real quick. I'm just curious. I know, I know you haven't been talking about it lately, but um, I'm assuming that you're up in Canada and you're enjoying yourself. And Life is sweet, baby. The sun is shining. Going to be 63 today. Huh? You should be enjoying your elder years. Yes. Um, is it going well for you? I mean, like... It's going out well. It's going great. I mean, you, a man of your stature and your income level, I mean, you should be enjoying yourself. And I hope you are. I'm serious. I'm not screwing with you. I, I, I'm serious. And if it weren't for QM, man, my life would be perfect. If it weren't for that place. They're the, they're the only pimple on my life. That's awesome. Because yeah. I get... If I was in your position, I'm hetero, of course. Well, yeah, I know what position you're in. I know. Uh, well, you know. But, I mean, I would just be, yeah, totally, you know, testies to the wall and enjoying myself with uh, multiple partners and whatever the hell I wanted because... Multiple orgasms, right. Hell yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm totally proud of you. Like, you know, I've been listening to you since I was a kid, and I've heard you through all the phases, and uh, you deserve everything you have, my friend. Have you been hearing the uh, our moronic leader's uh, replies about if we can just uh, uh, um, on his own just uh, he can he can bypass the laws and all that? Right. Well, we, we that's right. We don't have a president anymore. We have a dictator. Right. Exactly. I'm glad you're in Canada. It's a very upbeat. I'm glad. Another, you another, another reason to be away from there. Well, good luck to you, Pally. I'll you're pray the best, for you. Jill. I love I you, brother. I'll pray Thanks. for you. Well, there's a good guy, and he actually sounded like uh, somewhat sincere, which is shocking in South Florida. Yeah, he may. Uh, I have I have no complaints other than that place. Which I'm thinking after that long summer schedule, man, of only doing two days a week, at that point I might have a, a surprise announcement for them because this, this Joe Bell, I, I don't know how long he thinks he can keep doing this, you know. Sooner or later you've got to pay the piper, you know what I mean? It's, it's like paying your bills. It's the same thing. You can stall and you can make excuses. And then sooner or later, and usually sooner, they like cut off your phone or cut off your electric or, yes, or your satellite. With, with all these things happen at QAM because they don't pay their bills. But, I mean, sooner or later he's going to have to get off the pot already, you know, Clara Bell? Quit the clowning around, sweetheart, and get with it. Get off the pot. My God. He, he's, he's still worried about whether it's uh, going to be uh, Mr. Whipple or what's the other? What's another brand of uh, toilet paper? I, I don't even know what the brand is. But No, that's Mr. Whipple. Oh. <laughs> See, that's the only one we yeah, know Yeah, pretty Charmin. stuck then. <laughs> well, that Mr. Whipple, man, he had, even though the guy's dead, he had quite an impact in our lives. Don't squeeze it. And the uh, paper either. But he, he can't figure out uh, which which hand to wipe with this guy. He just can't get off the pot. But a beep, but a boop, but about oh yeah, you guys, man, I love you guys. Well, that's great. We're real happy to hear that. But do something, do something. Jesus God, Joe, do something. Even if it's something bad, just do something. God, of course, if he does something, he's afraid somebody might not like him. You know what I mean? He, he just wants to be loved. Is that so wrong? 
1040, 20 before 11 at 560. It's the Marlin pregame, pregame, and we're going to have the big buildup. We've got the Crow coming up later on today at 2 o'clock. Man, that should be really, that's embarrassing. That's where you see some arm pro- pro- uh, problems. Right, exactly. And, of course, Manny Ramirez. Yeah, you'll be hearing a lot of that crap from uh, the Crow. He smells real good, though. He, he takes a bath in cashmere bouquet. Mm, you'll be smelling him over the radio, the Crow. Uh, as a matter of fact, if you want to smell him up close and personal, just go out to Gate F at the uh, stadium. For opening day. You don't have to go up, just go to Gate F. Go, 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 yeah, that's right. Don't even have to get within like 100 yards of him, and you'll smell it a mile away. Oh, man, cashmere bouquet must be the crow. So he's at Gate F as the crow flies. You know, being outdoors like being at Gate F in South Florida, you need comfortable shoes to take good care of your tootsies. So the only place to go is Brandy Shoes in prestigious Pompino Beach. Brandy's carries all the major brands like Floorsheim, Echo Mephisto, Rockport, Hush Puppies, New Balance, all the other names in the shoe business that you know and love. In all sizes, by the way, for men and women, they even carry wide widths if you have big, fat, platypus-type feet and hard-to-find sizes, too. Brandy's Shoes is the largest independent shoe retailer all of South Florida, and when you go into Brandy's and you see the selection and value you get and the nice uh, treatment you get, you'll understand why I've raved about them for years. Brandy's is the best. Go see our good friend Arnie. He'll get you the right fit at the right price every time. And unlike those department stores where you wait around and wait around for a sales holder to take care of you, and then they finally tell you that the, the style you like isn't on the shelf in your size, the only thing they do at Brandy's is shoes. That's all they do do, so you don't have to worry about size, selection, or service. You want it, they got it, and unbeatable prices, too. Brandy Shoes, you'll find Brandy's at 1290 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach, right between Atlantic and Copans on the east side. Can't miss it. They're open every day of the week, Monday through Saturday till 9, every Sunday till 5. And this week at Brandy's is a stupendous time to buy SAS. Save 20 to 40 bucks a pair on all great men's and women's styles, so be sure to get your ass into Brandy's this week or shop on their website at brandyshoes.com. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. You've just found your new home for soft rock. Superlight! When you want the best, soft and easy favorite. Soft and easy. <laughs> Superlight, 94.6 FM. Superlight. Mariah Carey! Celine Dion. This is what people are saying about Superlight 94.6 FM. Satellite Rock Station is a bunch of f***ies, man. You guys rock light. Er, you guys are... Super. Uh, well, it's... F- I... F- what, what, what the f***? When you want light rock, it really rocks. Light. It's 1045. That's where Josh is going to be working at Super Light pretty soon. At least that's his paycheck. All Super right. Light. I'll get ready. Okay, here's the... Yeah, we can't figure out what's going on with anybody, and that's because we can't get any answers. I just sent another email to Norma Kent. She's not responding either. So things are not going swimmingly well at QM. To answer the guy that called a minute ago, everything else in my life, it couldn't be better, okay? I mean, I could weigh a little bit less, but my weight's pretty good, around 190-ish. Not too bad for me, 189. I got that pasta. I'm eating it almost every day. All right. Life is sweet, baby, except for QAM. That's the one sugar in a wood pile. It's a real uh, thorn in my ass, or like a big, big burr in my saddle, as they said in that movie. Hey! 
Here's the poll from yesterday. Who do you hate the most? Another one of those very popular South Florida hate polls. 1,433 votes. I don't hate anybody. 288. 20% said that. We don't believe any of you. Rick Sanchez, 286. Boy, they hate him like poison. Out of sight, but definitely not out of mind. They got their Rick Sanchez voodoo dolls, and they keep sticking them in them little cars, you know, and then uh, running them over. I hate this pool, 175. Wouldn't that be nice? A Rick Sanchez pedestrian doll, and you just stick it in your driveway and keep running it over, over and over again, backing up over it. Hate this pool, 175. Joyce, 143. The Antichrist in Naples. Joyce, the self-appointed censor, wouldn't know a radio if you shoved 6,000 of them up her ass. Dan Lebastian, 110. Mr. Ego, Steve Kane, 70, which I'm surprised that many people still remember who he was. Paul Castronova, 64. Poor little George, 64. We're working that deal out for George, man. They're hammering it out. They're hammering it, <laughs> believe me, as we speak. I like George. We've got to take care of George, yeah. Uh -huh. Hank, 62, the humper. Mo Howard David, it was a late addition. He's got 56. He's in Q56, and boy, do they miss him or what? Joe Zagaki, 42. Yours truly, 26. Greg Reed, 16. Geldy Geldstein, 14. Joey Reynolds, 11. Boy, long gone, but definitely not out of mind. Joe Bell, Clara Bell's got four, and Jim DeFetis has got two. He's got a face for um, face for a piano case, I guess. Boy, he's, have you seen him? No. Boy, when you, when you ever, on Channel 4, if you ever come across him on there, you'll wonder how the hell, who the hell took a puke at him and thought he belongs on television? Tough to look at. Oh, tough to look at. Man, he makes the humper look like Miss uh, Miss uh, Twiggy. Why didn't or won't you buy Neil's anniversary CD and or T-shirt? We asked on the poll today. I asked because I'm just kind of curious. And I still can't get a number what we got, 21,000, 22. I, I don't know what we got. Yeah, let's go with 22. You think? Sure, why not? No, but I, but I have no number. Well, me neither. Of course, who the hell doesn't like a good number? Well, that, well, that's because Miguel is busy at the ballpark today, and, and this one is doing this, and Duff is busy trying to, like, destroy the couple of accounts he's got. Oh, man, talk about a place with a death wish. Even Charles Bronson's embarrassed. God, just an incredible. Anyway, see, you'll, your people lie like crazy. We got 740 votes. We'll make 1,000 easy. 212 of you say, oh, I did buy that. That's 28.6%. Well, you know as well as I do, that's almost 30% of the audience. About 30, man. that they bought that merchandise. If that's the case, uh, either we have no audience left at all, which is certainly possible the way this regime is going, or uh, you're lying a lot. I'm going to go with the option number two. Yeah. Uh, I mean, wh why do you have to lie? Well, I'm not looking here to, for you to make me feel good. Why do you want to lie about it? You didn't buy crap, okay? This is the worst fundraiser, and I'm so sorry I ever got involved in it. In fact, look at that puppy there on CNN right now. Dog meditation helps owner and pet alike. They got a little puppy on there. Meditation. Okay. See, they're, 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 oh, and the dog is sitting in Mrs. Limbaugh's lap and is sniffing like, oh, man, something rotten's been here. I did, 212. You lie. Don't tell me you bought uh, CDs, T-shirts, any of that garbage. I'm too cheap, 175. See, that's an honest answer. I can handle that. That's why I put it on there. I made this poll up. Too cheap. Don't want to uh, cut loose with 20 bucks. Even after 30 years of free entertainment from that fat slob, I still don't want to give you 20 bucks. How's that? Don't want that, Schmidt. 137. There's another honest answer. Who the hell wants that stuff? That's a great CD and T-shirt's really neat. I like it. I hate this poll, 95. Please, no more charity or stick. 83. I voted for that. No more. No mas. Please. Stole the CD, 24. See, that's an honest answer. They found a place to uh, download it from, or they burned a CD from their buddy, or whatever it was. Stole 24. And don't give to charity, 15. Cheap. Don't give to charity. I mean, what is that? I don't give to charity? Who ever heard of such a thing? Uh, people in South Florida? 
Oh. I've heard of it. Cheap bastards. Oh, where's the early bird? Can I have something for free, Neil? Can we have some of those free tickets? Bunch of freeloaders, man. It's just uh, unbelievable. But, boy, they, you know, every single time that we've ever done a fundraiser in the past, whether it was Camilla's House, Center One, Abandoned Pet Rescue, always we could depend on, like, 60, 80, 100 grand. You know, the QAM less so than because the rest of the station IOD would participate. It was like a team effort right, as yeah. opposed to here where we're the odd man out. You no, know? It's definitely a little different. Right. Well, a lot different because we don't get any help, any cooperation because we're not a sports show. God, how sad. I think what we're going to have to do is auction off the remaining merchandise on eBay. Or maybe give it to somebody to auction off on eBay and she can pocket the profits. So don't keep lying to us on this poll here. I mean, you know, if you're going to vote on there, give me an honest answer. Maybe there's another choice. Maybe uh, this, uh, how about uh, the CD sucks? Okay, I can put that on there. Maybe they don't like the selections on there. I mean, it doesn't suck. It's like, in fact, the stuff well, that, that would fall under the I did category. I mean, if they think it sucks, they bought it. No. No. What? You know what I'm saying? I mean, they no, have no, the I'm, CD. No, 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 you don't understand. You're, you're missing my point. In other words, they're, they're looking at the selections of the tracks. They're going online. It's got the list of the tracks. Right. And they don't like what's on there, so they don't want to buy it. Okay. Oh, the people that bought it aren't going to say the CD sucks. That, that's ridiculous. I mean, now you're giving them a, re a ridiculous way out. You're starting to get like duff now. You're like counter-selling against ourselves. No, I'm talking about the people that saw what was on it, and then they think it sucks, so they don't want to buy it. Okay. You, go into a, you go into a record store, and you're, you're browsing through CDs, and you pick it up, and you say, hey, this is a bunch of crap on here. I'm not going to buy it, right? Right. Well, maybe that's what they looked at. Okay. Even though it's got the bridge tender and Young Neal and stuff that they're always begging me to play that I don't want to play, and a bunch of other good stuff on here. Well, we don't want to. We don't want to. Just, just put it on there and quit arguing. All right. Or, 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 can you? Yeah, you can put it on there from sure. where you're sitting. Well, we haven't got anybody in the other room, so don't send any faxes in because there's nobody to send any faxes along. Oh, I'll just, you know, jog over there in the break. And oh, during the break, you can jog in and, uh, yeah, slip it along. But we're operating a little shorthanded today, and probably part of this reason being it's part of the ongoing experiment. Oh, we don't need three people on that show. We'll just uh, send uh, Josh over there to Power 96 and put him under Maddie Bell's wing, and then George can handle all these things in there. That's what they're really looking to they got 16 people doing the show in the morning, about 75 people doing the afternoon shows. Take a look at those numbers, by the way. And we got three people, and that's it, and Boca Brian and Chicken Neck, and that's all. That, that's our staff. And they still don't want to take care of them. Well, we're paying that uh, fat guy. Yeah. Well, you know something? Uh, you made the deal, okay? Just, just keep the checks coming. Well, I'm thinking very seriously, like, like Josh suggested, the end of the summertime when that summer schedule's over, like around Labor Day. Guess what, folks? It's been really great. Thanks for the memories. Bye-bye. Get lost, you know? I got a couple of bucks put away. And between now and then, look at all the money I'm going to win at Woodbine. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Uh, I, was, I was calling about the uh, the CDs, and I wanted to let you know that I did buy one. Yes. Uh, what I did was I, I met the van at one of the locations, and I really was looking for the Eisner fit. And um, it, I thought for sure they were going to be on the about, uh, about 30 man CD, and it turned out they weren't. But uh, I don't know who was in the van. They had older CDs that had them on there, so I ended up buying both. Really? But I think that might be one of the reasons why maybe the uh, the uh, the results haven't been, you know, up to standard. Is because up to maybe... standard? They've been a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, if you had, like, you know, the, the, <laughs> the body augmentation owner, um, if you had, like, you know... Uh, the jack-on-the-box thing. Uh, I, I know I have my specific favorites, and if those were on there, 
you know, I buy. Eisner, Eisner. <laughs> yeah. All right, Neil. Okay, um, we'll, have, we'll, we'll send Michael Eisner to your house, and he'll do a number for you. Okay, get out of here. Thanks for your help, Pally. There's a guy that bought more than one thing. You know, well, you see, they didn't really want to do the van hits. See, one of the things that goes on here, and in fact, George is on vacation this week, is a good thing. Personally, I like Miguel. He's a good guy. But but as far as professionally, he's a lazy guy. You know, and he'll go, oh, they're sending me all this stuff to do all this stuff I don't want to do. It's always, always crying, always crying that he's got to do all this other stuff. But you know something? Don't get involved in a project unless you want to follow through with it. And it became very obvious to me that they didn't want to be involved in this. And George, every morning, has passed along the message, oh, gee, well, other people, you know, it's so much work for them. Well, you know something? Then the hell with it. That's why I adopted that attitude. I'm sick and tired about the fact that anybody connected with anything we do on this show doesn't want to. I don't want to. And then half the appearances they were doing were at places that were guaranteed failure because they had nothing to do with this show. They had to do with the uh, promises that salespeople made to certain clients that don't even advertise on this show. Oh, yeah, we're going to send the van by. Miguel's going to be there stripping naked and doing all kinds of sex acts on your parking lot, and it's going to be really great, you know. Yeah. Well, what's that got to do with us? Nothing. And in reference to the caller, I mean... You know, we tried to put bits on there that weren't on all the other CDs. Right. I mean, there's plenty of, well, but the guy made a good point, and that is they had some of the older ones, and he found what he was looking for on there. Now, in addition to which, see, part of the problem with this is it, it's like you may like uh, the Guess Who, just as an example, okay? Okay. You love the Guess which I do like the Guess Who, at least the music. I can't stand Burton Cummings after that experience at Woodbine. But, but if you go out and you find, like, the, the best of the Guess Who, you know what I'm saying? Right. And you look at the selection, and there are like a couple of songs on there like uh, that aren't there. And you think, well, those are my favorite songs. They're not on here. Uh, I'm not going to buy it. See what I'm saying? Sure. I can see that. Yeah. And that's the way it works. But we can't put them all on there. But, but the fact of the matter is we've had so many of these CDs, and a lot of the other ones have been on previous ones. And, you know, how many people are going to buy overlaps? Good point. If, right. So the fact that they already got the bridge tender, and they already got uh, young Neil, and they already got old Neil, and they already got uh, whatever, you know, enough is enough. That's why I didn't want to do it anymore in the first place. I said no. And then that duff. Hey! Oh, brother, that one. Eisner? I should have ripped him an ass about that this morning when he was in there, giving me a double talk. He, I'll tell you one thing, man. We got we got a clown as general manager, and we got a double talker as the new sales hole. Where, where he's like, he, he's counter-selling. He's selling against himself. He's selling one client, and then he goes and sells against himself. That's like my coming on here and telling you about the two greatest uh, Chinese restaurants in town, you know, or the, t the two greatest uh, shoe stores. You know, it, it just, it's just ridiculous on the face of it. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. How can everybody, everything be the greatest? Unless, of course, it's got those peppercorns and Parmesan cheese on it. Why didn't or won't you buy Neil's anniversary CD and or T-shirt 30 long freaking years and you cheap bastards? It's right there on our website. Now, maybe the people who go to our website, maybe they're the ones who bought it. You think? I yeah. doubt it. I think that's uh, where the bulk of it came from. It is? The website? Yeah. Overall, I think so. Yeah, about in the beginning. Then it slowed down to a crawl. Yes. 766, I did, 221, almost 29% almost of our online people. See, the people that go to our website, those are the good people. The rest of the people are like that. That was a raspberry, by the way, Joyce. <laughs> Big raspberry. I'm too cheap, 179. <laughs> Don't want that, Schmidt, 144. I hate this pool, 97. Please, no more charity stick, 84. Oh, trust me, have nothing to worry about in that category. No chance. I stole a CD, 24. I stealed it. I don't give to charity 16, and it sucks. Well, no, what do you mean it? There's two things there: the t-shirt, t-shirt. What did I say? T-shirt and the CD. 
The CD sucks. And you put it sucks. They know what I mean. Yeah. Better watch it because Josh is in kind of a surly mood. He's not real happy with the way he's being treated like some kind of a some kind of a lemming, some kind of a rubber ball. Maybe kind of like that rubber ball in Joyce's mouth. This is Neil Rogers. I don't think you want to be there. This is 560 QAM. This is the Neil Rogers Show. <laughs> this is your brain. <laughs> Any questions? Itchy nipples. Hear what causes that itchy nipples. Like a fighting that itchy nipples. It hurts to scratch them. That sense of chill. This is an awful way to live. Friends full of knocker toppers, somebody should call Prime Stoppers. Wonder if I have Ebola, itchy, scratchy areola. Rubber look and scratchy shirt. Oh, holy hell, my nipples hurt. What affliction has come over me? Like an anthill on my chest. It's 1102 at 560 WQM. I'm talking hardball with the crow or two. Holy cow, am I embarrassed by that. At Gate F, opening day at the Marlins there, man. The Marlins and Jeffrey Lurie was on there this morning. But a beep, but a boop, but a bop, and he's going to get involved. And he's going to do this. David Sampson won't be on uh, filling in for the Humper on Friday morning. Humper's going off to Hot Springs, Arkansas. And wasn't that nice of me to get him a nice weather forecast there? And yeah, it turns it out it is good forecast. Good stuff. That is good stuff. Man, in the 80s, ought to be really nice in Hot Springs, Arkansas. Well, I mean, you can't have everything. I'm sure that the delis probably aren't the best. Especially at Pesach time. They probably don't have any good matzo pizza there or matzo whatever. Speaking of matzo, Bernardo Provenzano, the undisputed chief. I've got a pretty good pile here, by the way, and I'm sure that you won't be objecting, unlike Miguel, who's just a pain in the ass. Hey, Miguel, we know that you're lazy and you've got a lot of other uh, fish to fry and you don't care about us. That's fine, okay? Hope you have a good time out there with the crow. Sniff his armpits. Just okay? get us a total. Did he? No, I said just get us a total. Oh, I thought you said he got us a total. Yeah, get, yeah, get us a total for this, uh, pro this project, okay? It's not embarrassing enough that we're, like, sucking wind on it. Just get us a total, for Christ's sakes. Man. You know, I mean, it's like Hank said, man, they set you up for failure. It's the, the new deal now, the embarrassment factor. Look at how many votes we got, 777. About 20 minutes ago, we had 666. Il Anticristo. 28.9. They're adamant, man. They keep saying, we bought it. We bought it. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. I don't believe you. Oh, and two people said this CD sucks. Yeah, well, guess what? Suck this. I'm not buying it. Are you? Nope. Well, especially since you and George put that together. Didn't you guys pick it? Yeah, well, I, I helped out. George did most of it. I mean. mm -hmm. Well, no, I, like I said, it sucks. Bernardo Provenzano, the poor George man, how they're jerking him around. He hasn't had a contract since the beginning of the year. He's working under, like, uh, some dark cloud. And, oh, I'm going to take care of George. That's what Clarabelle told me. And I still haven't got an email back from Norma Kent. He's probably in court again. 
You know something, Norma? I'm not sending you any more money this year. How's that? Whatever you got, that's it. Because you're not doing it. You're not getting it done, man. Make-believe agent. Fantasy man. Fantasy man. Too much comedy with them young runaway boys. That's the problem, Norma. Just like they said in The Godfather. Too much comedy with that uh, young girl. Remember that? Yes. Remember when Marlon Brando said, You can act like a man! What's the matter with you? Just like that. Slapped Al Martino up the side of the head. And then he said, Bing, you blow their brains all over your nice side leaks, <laughs> At least Santino said that. Well, anyway, it's a Godfather story. That's why I played that. Bernardo Provenzano, the undisputed chief of the Sicilian Mafia. I wonder if he was kin to Pat Provenzano. He used to be the head of uh, Batavia Downs Racetrack. Mm-hmm. Who had been on the run for more than four decades, was arrested while hiding in a farmhouse near Corleone in Sicily, officials said. See, a lot of you people thought there was no such place as uh, Corleone. I did not know that. What? That I there is a Corleone? I didn't know that. Well, there absolutely is. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Thank God the hunt is finally over, said Palermo Police Chief Giuseppe Caruso today. After... Giuseppe Caruso. Man, talk about a stereotypical name. Huh? What a guido. Bombarded by all these Italian names. Said today after Agent snapped Italy's most wanted man, scoring the state's biggest success against the mafia in more than 13 years. Bernardo Provenzano. Provenzano, known as the Phantom of Corleone after his native hill town, made famous by the Godfather films, has been running the mafia since former boss of bosses, uh, Toto Riina, was arrested in 1993. He was arrested when police swooped in in a farmhouse in the countryside near Corleone. Provenzano, who put up no resistance and acknowledged his identity uh, after first denying it, was flown in by helicopter to a secret location in Palermo. The big news even bumped national election results off a top spot on TV news bulletins. They're still trying to fix that election over there, calling the Bush people. They're calling Carl Rove and the Bush people and Catherine Harris and James Baker III to see how they can fix the election to keep Berlusconi in there. Don't look good, though. Provenzano, 73, has been wanted since 63 and was known as Italy's super fugitive. He had been sentenced in absentia to life in jail in connection with the Mafia's most notorious crimes in recent decades, including the killings in 1992 of top anti-Mafia uh, mafia magistrates Giovanni Falcone and Paolo Borsellino. The latest picture police had of him was uh, taken when he was only 25 years old. They had since been using computer uh, depictions of how he might have aged, aided by information from turncoat mafiosi. Police said they found cryptic notes on small pieces of paper known as Pizzini, which Provenzano used to communicate with accomplices and his family. Pizzini. Sounds like something you'd eat. Yeah. Or maybe it uh, has something to do with Don Barzini, Pizzini. In Corleone, the news of his capture was met by disbelief. I don't care how many Dago, Guinea, Wap, Greaseball, Goombas come out of the woodwork. Exactly. People were shocked, said Dino Paternostro, an anti-mafia journalist. His myth of invincibility became part of our psyche. Most people believed he'd never get caught. As a young man, he was known as Binu the Tractor because of the way he mowed down enemies when a rising hitman of the Corleone clan. Binu the Tractor. Kind of like what they're doing to a QAM, man. Like a, like, a, like a gigantic tractor came into town just mowing us right down. Isn't that the way you feel? Pretty much. Getting mowed down. Or Mo Howard David. Or maybe Mo Green. Do you know who I am? I'm Mo Green. Well, good. 761. Look at that. Actually, the number's going up. Now, so what do you think? This is just we're getting freaked on this? Because as soon as I saw that when I put the pull on there last night, I thought, well, oh, what a bunch of BS artists, man. Well, you never know. They could be being honest today. But I doubt it. You think 29% of our audience has bought uh, the CD and the T-shirt? Because if that's the case, we're out of business. Well, remember, these are just our uh, people going on our website right now. But, y you know, probably not. There's, there's some Although, going Now, on. keep in mind that it's a very limited number of people that can vote. We were talking about that yesterday. Like, if you're within about a 75-block radius, thanks to the uh, limitations of the Internets. Well, that's only if, if you're on, you know, the same network. 
is right. you know like companies, you know. But I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure people are being limited to that. Well, that's not good. Anyway, 29% of the online people said they bought it. So it's the people offline; those are the problem. The other masses out there, and of course they're cheapskate. They can't afford a computer anyway. So you think they're going to buy a CD or a stinking T-shirt? Now another choice would be Neil's not here to sign them. You want to put that on there? Okay. Yeah, and then they'll give me a lot of the blame. Oh well, we used to like to go to those appearances, and Neil would sign our CD and he would sign our T-shirt. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm sure that'll get a lot of votes. Yeah, I have a feeling it will. Oh yeah, blame me for it. I'll, I'll be more than happy to take the blame. It's my fault. Neil's fault that you're cheap. Five six seven oh five sixty. Boy, I got some good stuff in this pile today, baby. I got a nice fat pile. Man. So Miguel didn't even call you with a total or anything yet? What a what a slackered, you know? And then you know, George sticks up for him because birds of a feather stick together. You know, it's that ethnic thing again. He always covers up for poor Miguel. Poor uh you know, downtrodden Miguel. I mean Miguel ought to be kissing the ground. He don't have that bitch Doreen chasing around the halls anymore. What else he got to do? He didn't have nothing to do. He actually prays daily in his office because of that. Nah, there you go. Boy, she was really... Did you know her, Doreen? Oh, yeah, did I? Boy, well, she's something else, man. That's I a good description, something else. Mm-hmm. I can't say it on the air. She made Joyce seem like uh, the good humor lady. WQAM, hello. QAM. Hello there. Yes, sir. Uh, Neil. Yeah. I, I bought mine. I bought mine from Miguel the first day. Well, thank you so much. You're the one. Yeah. That was the Pembroke Pines outside Hooters. I found Miguel sacked out in the van. And how was it? Was it okay, the CD? I mean, was it defective? Was it okay? No, it's terrific. Did he the give you, like, off. a $50 bill in the envelope or something? I mean, did he, like, uh, you know... No, he didn't give me a bribe. I just told no. him, it's, uh, let me have a CD. Have a nice day. Okay, well, thanks a lot, Pally. I appreciate your help. Okay, Neil. See ya. Well, there's the guy. See, I don't really want to hear from people who bought it. I'm not that I'm ungrateful. I appreciate that very much. We want to know what the hell's going on here, man. I'm trying to figure out where we are in life. Yeah, maybe there's another reason why uh, you that, That's it. right. What's the other reason you didn't want to buy it, huh? Because it sucked? Because uh, you're a cheap ass? Because of the fact that uh, you hate us all like poison? What's the story, man? This business, oh, I did buy it. No, you didn't. I'm not buying it. I'm not believing it. You lie. You got Greg Reed and Joe Bell syndrome. You got Clarabelle syndrome. You tell a lot of tales. And I still don't have any response from Norma Kent. I got news for you, Norma. You think you're getting another dime from me or from George? You're dreaming. You're doing a heck of a job, Brownie Hound. Nothing. He ain't he ain't cutting it. Let me just tell you this: if and when you do get your deal ironed out, Josh, it won't be because Norm Kent uh, got involved. Because <laughs> I, I also talked to him about you and the fact that we can't get your, your uh, deal straightened out. And you notice what he's done on that. You notice? Yeah, I, I've noticed a lot. N-A-D-A is in nada, not a thing, nothing. Zippity-doo-dah. And he's having just as much success for you as he is for George, so don't feel left out. An equal amount of success. None. As they say in the rectory, man, none. No, not the rectory. What does they call uh, the convent? I'm sorry. I get them confused. You know, the rectory and the convent, all that getchy stuff there. All you kids out there that are off from school this week, don't let your parents drag you to church or shul and start indoctrinating. And definitely all you Islamist maniacs out there, quit the sticking your nose in some guy's butt. Rectum. Okay? They were showing that. There was a really good show on A Passionate Eye on CBC last night again about what's going on in Iraq since uh, with the insurgents and everything. Oh, my God. Well, what's going on over there? You, enough to make you scream. And they show these Islamic uh, fundamentalist lunatics, you know, and they're like on their carpets. And they got their, the one guy's got his ass up in the air and the guy behind him's got his nose in it and, and <laughs> sniffing, you know. Oh, brother. 
Good God, that is just this whole religion thing, man. Stop already with the insanity. As Susan Powder would say, stop the insanity. Let's get down to important stuff, okay? Like sex and drugs. And cut the crap already. And, and talk about a bunch of hypocrites, you know? Remember those uh, those terrorists, the alleged 9-11 terrorists, where they spent their last couple of nights? In a strip club somewhere in Florida there. Remember that? That's right. Mohammed Atta, he was there in some strip joint. Getting a flat dance. Hey, what's better than staying cool and comfortable in that sweat box called South Florida all summer and all year long? How about getting instant 1200 bucks cool cash rebate on the world's smartest air conditioner, the five-star edition of the Carrier Infinity System? And to make things even better, you can get this fabulous system from Royce Air and Heat, where they've been taking care of the Tri-County area families for, count them, three long, excruciating generations. As a Carrier factory-authorized dealer, Royce guarantees your 100% satisfaction, and that guarantee is backed by Carrier, the people who invented air conditioning, and now have come along with the Carrier Infinity System. This one actually performs a daily diagnostic check and then adjusts itself for maximum efficiency. And speaking of maximum efficiency, to maintain it on your present air conditioner, join the Royce Air and Heat Comfort Club. Here's how it works. Twice a year, they come to your house, they inspect and tune up your system. You'll enjoy priority same-day service if you ever have a problem, and 10% off on any needed repairs. All of these things for just All of these things. 110 bucks a year. So whether you choose the two-speed Infinity System with Puron or peace of mind all year round with a comfort club, either way, make the Royce choice. That's the smart way to go. Royce Aaron Heat, call them toll-free at 1-800-377-0075. Tell them that Troy told you to call. 1-800-377-0075 for Royce Air and Heat. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. God? Luigi. Yes, Don Mario. I never wanted this for you. I killed Donkey Kong to take care of my family, and I refuse to be a fool dancing on the joystick held by some pimply teenager. But I thought that, that when it was your time, that you would be the one to hold the joystick. Senator Luigi, Governor Luigi, well, it wasn't enough time, and I'm afraid it's game over. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Couldn't have said it better myself. The Corleone family from Corleone, Sicily, Sicilia, huh? How schmaltzy, man. I saw a cooking show from a Palermo just the other day, as a matter of fact, on the Food Channel, which I ordinarily don't watch. And I definitely don't watch Iron Chef, okay? It's got nothing to do with the food. That business with Iron Chef. Oh, brother. Well, anyway, George is out this week, so we can rip him in the ass. 805 votes on the pool, and still 28.9% say, oh, we bought it. We did it. We done it. What do you want from us? We did it. That's what I say. Oh, Neil's not here to sign. It's already got one. I bet you Josh voted for that. I did not. Five six seven oh five, and guess what? I ain't coming here to sign it. I'll go sign some autographs at the Air Canada Center. Oh, come on! But you... they'll buy them if you do. What? You got to you got to start coming down, making do. I just well, let me finish. I'm going to have a whole bunch of these CDs with me. Not, and I'm going to like uh, be standing outside the Air Canada Center at Gate the Z, as in Z, as in Z. They had the, they were talking to some guy from the uh, Bruins organization on Leafs TV the other day, and Jeff Merrick, who's a real idiot, a punk. He says, I'm on the phone with us. is so-and-so from WBZ in Boston. I, I just I just about fell off my sofa, WBZ. I mean, I know that's a Canadian thing, that Z, you know, but, geez, even you know WBZ in Boston. I've heard, yeah. You've heard of it. I mean, Radio I... 103. Bruce Bradley and Jay Dunn and Jefferson Kay and Arnie Ginsberg, not Arnie Ginsberg, uh, what's his name, uh, Larry Glick and Dave Maynard and Carl DeSue's. Huh? All of those going 
A 25, this is from Menominee, Wisconsin. This is kind of cute. 25-year-old man linked to stealing 854 pairs of underwear. Yeah, I saw that. I he was like sentenced that. to one year in jail in Menominee, Wisconsin. It was the second time he was convicted of stealing panties. Anthony Allen Schoolfield, I wonder if he was kin to Ducky Schoolfield, used to play for the Pirates, was also sentenced to 10 years probation on Friday in Dunn County Circuit Court in Menominee, Wisconsin, following his guilty plea to a felony burglary charge in February and had faced more than 18 years in prison. It sure could have been a lot of worse. Uh, a lot worse. It's a difficult crime, said his attorney, Peter Morin. Schoolfield had been accused of stealing three pair of thong underwear from a woman in Menominee last summer. He allegedly broke into the woman's home while she was out of town and stole what the woman described as very distinctive-looking underwears. Schoolfield was arrested a short time later after police found the underwear at his residence in Menominee. He was convicted of a similar felony burglary in 2003. He's a panty sniffer, okay? What's the big simus? Police had linked him to the theft of 854 panties. His probation ended days before the burglary last summer. He'll have to register now as a sex offender because of his crimes. He must also undergo sex offender treatment and pay a $2,500 fine. Oh, we're fine. Yeah, I'll bet. How you like that? He's a panty sniffer. There's some people who are a panty waist. And then we got some who are a panty sniffer. Wow. And then there's some who are like a panty stuffer. 812 votes, 28.8% say, oh, we bought it. Leave us alone. We bought No, you didn't. Liars. It's just the rest of the people don't want to say they're too cheap or they don't want it. You know, we're not going to hurt our feelings. We'd rather have a billion people on there saying we're too cheap to do it or we just don't want it. Leave us alone. You know, no more charity sticks. See, that one's moving up a little bit. That's what I voted for. It's a pain in the ass, man. Begging, going on here and begging, please. Won't you do it for us? Please. No. No, they won't. It's like trying to get blood out of a turnip, man, like trying to get water out of a rock. You can't do it. No matter how hard you squeeze, it's like, uh, you know, having a little uh, intestinal problem. No matter how hard you squeeze, you can't get anything out. Know what I'm saying? I'm sure you do. I've been there. We all have. Oh, we've all been there. We've all been there with that veins in our forehead just about ready to pop right just like that. <laughs> five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon and Singular Wireless Line. I'm not hearing from too many Marlin fans all whipped up about being on their way to that Marlin game today. They're going to go there and tailgate. They're going to hang out with the crow. Well, that's because they're waiting to call the crow, not us. Oh, is that what it is? That's, well, that's right. It. They're going to be talking hardball with the crow from 2 to 3.30. They sure don't want to talk to us. And yeah, not talking hardball with Neil. No, they don't want to talk no baseball with a hardball, softball. They don't want nothing to do with us. Not those sports freaks. WQAM, Marlin Central. Hello. Sound like the vacuum, like a Hoover. Yeah, what don't, the? Don't get sucked into it. WQAM, hello. Hey, I have an idea for you. Yeah, I bet you do. I got an idea for you too. That's it. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. He didn't fade out real fast, boy. I'm faster than you are today. I'm on top of it. Oh, I had him there. Come on now. Pound five sixty in the Verizon Singular Wireless line. See if we could just eliminate him, life would be so much better all the way around. This is true. I mean, I can put up with Prozac, Ron. You know, even once in a great while, he says something a little bit on the amusing side. That yeah, about go, once a year. Know? Well, yeah, maybe once a year, every ten years. And even Blind Mike, who called in uh, the other day, even, you know, even he's like maybe about a twice a, a six-month kind of a day. But the other one and his boyfriend, man, those are the ones that... I'm going to tell Dick Feinberg to get a hitman. Station him at Pompano Park. We can get a two-for-one deal. Him and the uh, G-man, you know, the other one? We'll call that guy, man. Start stealing the one that keeps going away and coming back. Like a bad penny keeps coming back over and over again. Over again. Every time you think you got rid of one, and all of a sudden they resurface again. Like a, like a bad dream. Like a nightmare. Like Clarabelle. Speaking of nightmare, I still ain't got no uh, message from Norma Kent there. WQAM, hello. QAM. Hey, Neil, how are you? 
Pretty good. I just want to let you know that we would love to buy these things, but unfortunately, because of disposable income now, we've all got a, like a tax on us with the gas prices. I just put 50 bucks in my truck and didn't even fill it up. And, right. you know, it's just... Hey, by the way, I'm glad you reminded me. Thank you, Mr. President, for those low gas prices. Thank you. What a, what a jackass. I'll tell yes. you, he stuck his face in a bee's nest, and now they're uh, wondering why they're getting stung. Right. It's just unbelievable. But, I mean, I would love to do to help in any way I can, and I have in the past, but disposable income has all but evaporated. And and excellent point. Tank. Okay, thanks a lot, Pally. Take care. Okay, now let's put that on there, too. We've got no money. got no cash. How's that? All right, cool. Now, now, seriously, I bet you a lot of people out there would be glad to help us out. They just ain't got no cash. This guy cost him about 700 bucks to fill up his tank. Look at that. At least 30 killed in a bombing in Karachi, Pakistan. Oh, man. Those Pakistanis, man. Them and the Saudis, there's where we ought to be, like, directing our attention. Several gigantic nukes might straighten their ass out. All that bull crap. Karachi, Pakistan. Una bomba grande, man. Look at their grabbing body parts and, wow. 820, we're going to add that on there. Oh, Neil's not here to sign at 5. Yeah, my autograph's really worth a lot of money, man. That, really, that should be a really good excuse. They just want to see you, man. Well, guess what? Like the Beatles said, you won't see me. You won't see me, you won't smell me, you won't know for me. I don't wanna. Oh, seven now, Neil's not here. But uh, get that on there, got no cash. Just put it on there. Well, as soon as I refresh it, it'll probably pop up. And this guy, no, he had a very good point. I mean, you know, what, do you, what would you rather have, gas in your tank so you can go to work, or would you rather have our stupid-ass CD? Oh. Don't have any cash. Didn't have any yet. And look at a lot of votes. Here's a great article. I better not start yet because I'll have to interrupt it. Bush declares himself above the law. Has the first American dictatorship already arrived? Man, this is a good one. You're going to be on the edge of your seats listening. I'm sure you will. Of course, all you punks out there that wouldn't know George Bush from your mama, get lost, okay? Go out there and sell some drugs. Go do something constructive. Get out of our face. All them little silly people. You know, you know what I'm talking I can't. I, I, I try to be fairly broad-minded. You know, not broad-minded like you. You're broad-minded in a different way. But, you know, what have an open mind. That's a better way to put it. Have it. Oh, keep an open mind. Got to. Especially, especially in being in Toronto most of the year, where like there's all these India people and Paki people. Ooh, I'm sorry, Pakistanis, I love them, and people from like uh, Chinese people and Korean people and Filipino. Now that's where I draw the line. The Filipinos. That, that is where is I draw that, the is line. That it? Can't do those. No. And of course, not only that, but I draw the line yeah, right there too. Oh, it's a good machine, man. At that point, I just I draw the line. I'm not like Johnny Cash. I walk the line. I draw the line. <laughs> I'm gonna come out with a song. I draw the line. Yeah. Right about it, you're uh, right, right at that fine line between where you're standing and my ass is sitting here at the machine, man. Get, stay away from me. Stay away from me and my machine, man. Because I might pull out a good machine gun and you'd be surprised. 26 past 11, and that's what they say in Jamaica. Everybody needs a good uh, machine gun. Oh, and where the hell was I hearing about it? I think it was in Caracas. They had like uh, 9,000 murders or some, some unbelievable number last year. What did I always tell you about Caracas? It's a slaughterhouse. Yeah. All these poor people live up in Las Montañas, man. They're up there in the mountains in these little shacks with their TV antennas, with their aerials on top. And, uh, oh, speaking of aerial, Sharon, he ain't doing good. And, and then at nighttime, as soon as it gets dark, they come into town. They, like, uh, rob everybody and rape and plunder and kill. And it, it, it's a nut house. Of course. Let me just tell you, when you get that big raise, don't spend that money going to Latin America. Go straight to Amsterdam. I wouldn't worry about it. Oh, uh, yeah, I wouldn't either. Especially with Norma Kent not returning. I'm, I'm going to send him during the next break. I'm sending him a scathing email. I'm going to tell him, guess what? I already paid you a certain amount of money. In the, you know, and after that, uh, good luck to you, Norma. You're, you're useless as you're as, as breast on a frog, man. 
breast on a bufo toad. Hey, I've been telling you folks for years about Dial a Mattress and their outstanding service. If you thought dialing 1-800-MATTRESS on the phone was easy, check out Mattress.com. You shop whenever and wherever you want. When you log on to Dial a Mattress's Mattress.com page, you see the extensive product line from all the top names that you'll know right away and love. Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coil, Tempur-Pedic, Stearns, and Bananas Foster. You also see photos, pictures, prices, and a whole lot more. You can do the whole ordering process online or after you visit Mattress.com. Just call them, 1-800-MATTRESS, place your order, and schedule that delivery in a two-hour window that you choose, like noon to two, one to three, two to four, and they show up. And right now, take advantage of Dollar Mattress's great 12-month financing program, too. When you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you get factory direct prices lower than the chain stores, even during those so-called big sales, and you don't have to leave the house and schlep all around and waste that expensive gas. So call right now, dial a mattress at 1-800-MATTRESS, the official mattress company of this show. Call 1-800-MATTRESS right now and talk with an expert betting consultant who really knows their crap or log on to mattress.com for the best sleep you've ever had in your lifetime. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Leave off the last S because it stands for stupendous, sensational savings. This is Neil Rogers. Rock solid. This is 560 QAM. David's a bitch. You all saw Katie Couric announcing her departure from NBC, but now here's something you didn't get to see. It's what Katie was saying on the air, followed by what was going on at the same exact time with the behind-the-scenes crew. First, here's Katie. I wanted to tell all of you out there, I decided I'll be leaving today at the end of May. And now, here's what the crew, who she always treated so nicely over the years, was saying at that exact time. <laughs> Here's Katie again. I know I don't know the vast majority of you personally, and it may sound kind of corny. And here's the crew. Oh, no, it's personally. I've done her hair for the last 12 years. She still calls me. Hey, you! Again, back to Katie live. But I could not have asked for a more talented partner or better friend than... Just as Dorothy said to the Scarecrow, I think I'm going to miss him most of all. And here's the crew backstage. Yep, Katie Couric is leaving NBC. And from the guy she threw the stapler at to the intern she screamed at and everyone she stepped on every day, this is a very happy goodbye. Yeah, I have a feeling she was like the uh, Sandy Payton of uh, NBC. You know, on the air with that nice syrupy uh, thing on the air. And then, of course, behind the scenes, everybody... Have a nice day. ...hated her like poison. Just like an IOD, they hated Sandy off the air like poison. Speaking of behind yeah. the scenes... Yes? Um, I got just got a call from Norm Kent. Yes. And uh, he was... Well, what do you mean you just got a call? I just got a call. On what? On, on like uh, on the your pop-up toaster? No, I got... He called the station. Yeah. And uh, he said he was in court, and he's going to shoot you back an email uh, just after noon. Yeah, well, tell him to shoot this, okay? Tell him I shot the uh, sheriff, the sheriff. Oh, man, between him, I, it's just they just wear you out, man. And, and listening to the Humper this morning, he's, he sounded like about uh, ready to like, impale himself on a sharp object, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He really sounded about as morbid and depressed, because Hank's usually uh, kind of upbeat, you know, even weighing 700 pounds. He's still, you know, <laughs> no, he keeps his chins up. 
but this morning he sounded, I mean, so down in the dumps, you know. And, of course, uh, they made a lot of bad decisions, and now they want, to, they want other people to pay for their decisions. It's not going to happen, okay? But the, station, the rest of the people aren't going to bail your asses out, okay? Because all you people made a lot of stupid decisions. And because you wouldn't listen to anybody else. And so now you're, you're locked in a box. They got, like uh, Al Gore would say, they got that lock box. And in time for Pesach, they got locks in a box. I don't know if you can eat locks on Pesach. I don't know what the you know what I eat whatever the hell I want to eat. I don't care whether it's Pesach, whether it's uh, Good Friday, Bad Friday, whether it's Lent, borrowed, Good. sold. Oh God, the fact you know, people who who live their lives by rote. You know what I mean? In other words, everything is predetermined for them by some because some getchki told them this is what you do on Friday right. and this is what okay. you do on a certain day because the calendar said you know cut the crap already, will you? I have no respect for people who allow themselves to be in their lives to be manipulated by, by exploiters, which is all these religious getchkeys are. They're just exploiters, that's yes. all. Yes. Oh, you're going to have seven virgins up there. You're going to have a hundred virgins. Yeah, well, that tells me you're a pervert, okay? If you're willing to blow yourself up because you're waiting for a bunch of virgins, which with all the babies they're punching out over there, I don't see too many Islamic virgins, by the way. I could be wrong, but I don't think so. And even in India, man, where like, uh, they hate women like poison, they treat them like crap. They're aborting all those uh, female fetuses. But nevertheless, they still uh, find a way to reproduce. I don't, I don't think those Indian guys are doing it by themselves, the reproducing part. Although, from what I've seen, it's possible, I guess. 845 votes. We're going to make that 1,000 real easy today. That means we got somebody out there, some, you know, a couple. I, I, think, I think that this station has been removed from the dial. Well, the, the signal's bad enough. It's almost the same. Yeah, that, that's true. We want to go on FM. We want to take over KISS. I mean, Clarabelle used to be the GM of KISS. Get that country crap off it. You can put that on AM. All them truck drivers, they'll listen to it on AM. They'll listen to it on XM. I like the sound of that. Let's get on FM. Let's get where the living and breathing people are. Nobody under the age of 100 listens to AM radio anyway. I've been saying that for like 10 years. So you can imagine what it's like now. We have, we have like all these different handicaps to overcome. First, we're on a stupid-ass sports station where they talk about ball games and guys that take showers together, which sounds awfully <laughs> to me. And then we're like on AM to top it all off. But, you know, I'll take the money right to the bank, just like yesterday. Just keep the checks coming. I don't care. I, I sound like I care. I, I only wish I could be one of those people. I, I really mean this. If there's one thing I wish, I wish I could just abandon all of that. You know, I wish I just couldn't give it, could get to the point where I didn't give a crap, you know? I just can't do that. I don't know how to do that. Well... I need to be hypnotized. I need to see my old friend Bert Tannen get hypnotized. 10th and the 25th or thereabouts, as close to it as they can come. That's payday. Don't care about anything else. Just forget about it. Screw everybody else. Josh is having trouble getting a deal. Screw Josh. Uh, George, too bad with it. You know, like that. Go see uh, Tony Robbins to get you uh, hypnotized. I don't want to see that guy with those donkey teeth. I don't want to see that man. He's got His head is bigger than some cities. He's got those banana hands, too. God, is he some kind of a freak or what? you got to hand it to him, though. Although I like Baskin Roberts better than Tony Robbins. got that scam going, man. So what did Norma say? He said he was in court. Yeah. And uh, he said he's going to shoot you an email. Did he say, ding dong, the witch is dead? Exactly. That's if Norma says ding dong, I'd hang up the phone and run like hell. I almost did, but uh, I wouldn't blame him. He squeaked out that he was going to get you. I think he'd probably like you. Well, that's nice to know. But, uh, yeah. Well, he might take you under his wing. Oh, yeah? Of course, it's, pra it's probably getting a little crowded under that wing, but nevertheless. <laughs> Why didn't or won't you buy Neil's anniversary CD and or T-shirt, we asked today. We got 850 votes. 
on a poll that they they don't really like this poll anyway. You know, I hate this poll. It's got 105, and I don't blame you. It's not, but I, I just did it out of curiosity if there were, like, some reason, if maybe, like, I farted the wrong flavor, or maybe if George put some real garbage on there that you didn't like. You know, I mean, what's the problem? And what I tell you, because you're not here to sign it, is uh, moving up. No, I told you that. Didn't I, wasn't I the one that told you to put it on there? I told you that. Okay. That they'll, they'll, they'll t- turn this around to blame me. If you were just here to sign it, we'd have bought it. No, you wouldn't. You're full of crap. I'll tell you what, mail it to me, send it to me, and I'll, mail, I'll sign it. Or what I'll do is I'll send a whole bunch of my signatures, and you can slap them on there. How's that? All right, sounds good. I'll put it on a rubber stamp. I did buy a 243 out of 853. 28.5% still say, oh, we did. No, you didn't. You're lying. I did. No. Don't you believe me? No. I'm too cheap, 192. Now, see, there's a difference between I don't have any money and too cheap. Too cheap means you got the money. You just won't cut loose with 20 bucks. Cheap bastards. 192. Boy, cheap, 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 cheap. Don't want that, Schmidt. 155. Well, I don't blame you. I hate this pool, 106. Please, no more charity stick, 86. And that's why I cut it off. That's why I disassociated from it, because it got to be ponderous. They kept sending the van out there in the middle of the Everglades and couldn't understand why nobody was showing up. Oh, we're on Southwest 8th Street in Little Havana today, and we raised the $40, you know. Well, what was that all about? Or like you, you're some U.M. thing, you know, with Bernie Kosar, and you're 40 or 60 bucks. I got news for it. The U.M. crowd, those are the last people going to be involved with this show, U of M. Six years I sweated over a hot microphone doing a great job on U.M. baseball. I was brilliant, sensational. And you know what they give me in return? They give me the Italian salute like Antony Scalia. Still, I stole a CD-25. They burned it. They copied it. They downloaded it. They, they steal it. At least they're honest about it. And at least they wanted it, you know. I don't give it to charity, 17. Neil's not here to sign it, 12. See? They're very convenient. Uh, it's my fault. There's no question about it. Uh, the CD sucks, 10. And I don't have any cash, 7. The land of excuses. Why aren't you going to the Marlins home opener today? I don't got no money. I don't got no kid. I hate them. I don't want to, you know. There's no embarrassment factor. By the way, the Blue Jays are a sucking win now against Tampa Bay. Why is it that certain teams just can't beat certain other teams? Have you ever noticed that? Yes. I mean, the Devil Rays. How, how can they still be in business? Well, you, think the Mar- you think the Marlins draw bad? The Marlins have, on a bad day, oh, I know, more, I know. more people in one day than the Devil Rays get in six months. <laughs> That's true. No, no, seriously. Tampa's not a place for a baseball team. No, it's not. There's no business being there. The hockey team's drawing well. Now, it's because they won the freaking Stanley Cup the last time we had a season, and now they're going to make the playoffs again. They're pretty much in. Right. Even though they sucked win Sunday night there in Sunrise. But, they, they, you know, they got Vinny LeCavalier. I told you, if they would have started uh, Sean Burke in goal, the Panthers wouldn't have scored a goal. It would have been a shutout and a blowout. Hey, but they did, man. You know, no, they started uh, John Graham, and they said, here you go. We feel sorry for our uh, cross-state rivals, and there's a go. Here you go. Plus, there were a whole lot of people there. Well, it's 7,000. 1041, 19. That's a good poll we ought to take. Which which uh, South Florida team lies the most about their attendance? Boy, that's, that's, that's right a there. tough one, huh? Yeah. That's... Is it the Marlins? Is it the Panthers? The Heat, I don't know. I guess the Heat drop pretty well, right? It's hard, yeah, they, it's hard to they tell. Do fine. They do it's fine. hard to tell because nobody sits in their seats. They're all busy schmoozing around. That's what I hear. That's They're all waiting for an autograph from... Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you, the day he hangs it up, that'll be the end of that organization. Of course. The day that Pat Riley gets a haircut and that what's-his-name yeah. retires, that'll be the end. No more heat. It'll be more like uh, lukewarm. Hey, Dry Concepts is no lukewarm outfit. Man, they're the best in the carpet cleaning business. I've been using them in my homes for over 21 long Amazing years, and what a job they always do. These are people that will never let you down. They were in my house three weeks ago today, as a matter of three weeks ago yesterday. Don't lie. 
and uh, did the usual fabulous job. And, of course, they want to remind you now that spring has officially arrived, cleaning your windows and doing a little dusting here or there, you know, a little that uh, surface cleaning. It may give the outside appearance that your home is clean, but until you deep clean, all the dirt and germs settle deep down in your carpeting, your furniture, your drapery, even that bedding, it just really isn't clean. It ain't sanitary. Dry Concepts is offering springtime specials right now to help you with all your spring cleaning, and they're just a phone call away like always. And don't forget, Dry Concepts specializes in upholstery cleaning, too, leather cleaning, drapery cleaning, oriental rug cleaning, water damage restoration, pet odor treatments, and to get rid of those dust mites, mattress cleaning, too, and so much more. Just don't half-clean your house this uh, spring. Don't do it slow. Don't do it fast. And certainly, don't do it half-assed. Do the smart thing. Call Dry Concepts today and have your home really clean from top to bottom. They always show up on time. They're always professional. And always, you ought to think Dry Concepts first. They give you written guaranteed price up front before they start the job, too. No scams. No after-attack-ons. Uh, just a fabulous job at a fair price every time. In Dade, Broward, and the Palm Beaches, do your spring cleaning with Dry Concepts by calling that toll-free number, 1-800-248-5071. That's 1-800-248-5071 and the best on the planet. You can check them on the internets at dryconcepts.com. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Rogers. Hi. Absolutely. People want to make me go Talking about my immigration But I still got some lawns to mow Talking about my immigration Jobs I do, man, they're awfully hard Talking about my immigration Oh, nobody asks for my green card Talking about my immigration My immigration My immigration is sick They want me to Go away Talking about my immigration but who's gonna work for this kind of pay Talking about my immigration They used to fill the water around your whole nation Talking about my immigration the Digging tunnels is my other occupation Talking about my immigration My immigration Alienation, baby Hey, mister You the dishes wash, man Got your bushes it's illegal alien nation, baby. And, of course, this is your um, decapitation station. How about your disintegration station? That I like that. Right. Your disintegration station. As Clarabelle is watching us disintegrate right before its very eyes. <laughs> 11.47 at 560 WQM. we got the crow coming up right from Gate F at the uh, ballpark, baby. Get over there or be square, okay? That's where you see some arm pro- tro- uh, problems. Manny Ramirez. Go in the locker room and pump, pump, pump. With the big old red blowers in there. How about... You Okay, severe Right. Oh, yeah. I just oh, I shouldn't have bailed out of there just then, because I forgot my very favorite crow line. You know what that is? That's my favorite. So if you like that, stay tuned because at two o'clock you got an hour and a half of that crap. The crow, who uh, is a borderline uh, human, can't wait. He's back from two to three thirty. One. He's back on the air with us now, so we'll have a uh, we'll have uh, all new uh, bits coming at you soon. No, no question about it. That's the only reason we're putting him on. Marlins on deck at three thirty. The Marlins and the Padres home opening day, baby. Oh! Be there or not, and if you don't want to go, if you have no interest, stay home. Give us the money instead. Give us the twenty bucks. Maybe we'll send you something, or maybe not. Maybe Josh will just pocket it. Maybe that's what happened. All that money. Maybe all these people did buy that merchandise, but we just didn't find out about it. Maybe that's why it's so hard to get an honest uh, total that's number. That's what now. it was. Listen, I was like, you know what? They're not giving me my raise, so let me just pocket all these 20s. That, that's got to be it. 
Have we got a number? Did somebody call? Did Miguel or anybody give you a number? No. I don't even know that Miguel's here. An estimate? Well, it's only like uh, not even noon yet. What would he be doing out there? The game is at three or 4 o'clock, for Christ's sakes. And the crow don't come on out there till 2. Well, it might take him all day to hang up the banners. Oh, yeah, that probably is it. Yeah, good excuse. They're probably out there doing uh, the cheerleaders or something. Who knows what's going on? Probably having an orgy in the tea room, in the locker room. 27 point something percent. At least we're under 29 percent now who are lying through their teeth. 27.8. Still don't believe you. Say, oh, yeah, we bought it. We got it. Did you get the money yet? No. So here's this article I've been threatening to read for a half an hour. I keep forgetting about it because I'm so whipped up about Clarabelle. Joe Parrish, I've read some of his stuff before. He's Seattle-based columnist, reporter for the Seattle Weekly. Good the columnist. Bush declares himself above the law. Has the first American dictatorship already arrived? Absolutely. In 2003, while pledging to fire anyone in his administration found to have leaked the identity of covert CIA operative Valerie Wilson, a journalist, President George W. intoned that he didn't know of anybody in his administration who leaked classified information. Well... Pick your favorite Bush quote on this topic. There are countless good ones. Now that we learn that former Vice Presidential Chief of Staff Scooter Libby, when forced by Special Prosecutor Patrick Fitzgerald to testify under oath to save his own skin, fingered both Bush and his former boss, Dick Cheney. Libby testified that they both authorized the leaking of classified national intelligence estimate information on Iraq in July 2003 in order to defend the administration's decision to unilaterally invade Iraq. A president who's ordered the launching of widespread investigations to find leakers in the CIA and State Department, including the polygraphing of scores of intelligence professionals, the man who wants the NSA spying and CIA gulag whistleblowers prosecuted, is himself a leaker. And the same testimony revealed that Bush was aware of every step of the way of the ongoing campaign to publicly smear Ambassador Joseph Wilson and his wife, covert CIA operative Valerie Wilson. Pick your sanctimonious Bush statements about that, too. What a freaking hypocrite. And as we've come to expect, a liar. Stop the presses. We're so accustomed to lies of George Bush being uncovered after the fact we don't even notice any longer. And they thought Clinton's behavior brought disgrace to the Oval Office? Beyond those obvious morsels, however, lies the disturbing legal rationale for the Bush-Cheney leak, offered up by Attorney General Alberto V. O. Five Gonzalez, naturally, and already arrived at Scott McClellan's mouth. The White House tellingly has not denied any of Libby's testimony, including the Wilson conspiracy. The leak was legal and proper, the defense goes, because the president's verbal authority is enough to declassify classified information, and by authorizing its release, Bush automatically declassified it. The White House is sticking to this story, even though much of the cherry-picked NEI Iraq data was formally declassified ten days after the leak, so the Bush administration could further defend its choice to invade. According to the White House, the later declassification shows that the NEI data wasn't all that important and the leak didn't damage national security, but that misses the point. If Bush's word is enough to declassify classified information, why did the White House feel the need to formally declassify the material ten days later? Wasn't the deed already done on Bush's sole verbal authority? Now they're claiming that is the case, and the Bush-NEI leak rationale follows an all-too-familiar theme. Bush can't break the law because Bush is the law. He can't leak a document because if he says it's okay to release the document, it's therefore by definition not a leak. Just like the torture is illegal, except when George says it's not. Or warrantless domestic wiretapping is illegal, except when he authorizes it. Bush and the people around him appear to have genuinely believed, for at least the four and a half years since 9-11, that the president, by definition, is incapable of breaking the law. On his sole authority, laws can be ignored, overridden, or changed, even implicitly. Even retroactively is when some unappetizing piece of this puzzle inadvertently comes to the public's attention. Combine this with an administration more intent on secrecy and lack of transparency than any other in U.S. history, and you have a recipe for a dictatorship, which is exactly what it appears Bush and company believe they're operating in. Oh, of course, in normal times in America is a democracy, but these aren't normal times, are they? Why? Because we're at war. 
Why are we at war? Because the president says so. How long will the war last? Several generations. And after that, presumably, the Constitution will be enforced again, and Congress and the courts can reconvene if they like. Dictatorship. The tendency for this leak headline is with so many Bush scandals before to slip from the news after a few days with the gutless Republican-controlled Congress rendered irrelevant and the Republican-appointed courts years away from final rulings on any of this nonsense. But the recurrent theme of a president and his administration, which believe they are above the law, Bush on his own say-so, and the rest of them acting on his presumed authority, is more than a scandal. It's a direct challenge to the Constitution of the USA. You know the freedom that politicians like Bush enjoy invoking when talking about the soldiers descending to kill and be killed in one or another illegal, pointless war on brown people? It's more evident than ever that this president and vice president need to be impeached, not because it is or isn't politically expedient, not even because their successors might be any better or because it will be an advantage for one or another party in 2008, but because this sort of behavior in the most powerful job in the world must be punished in the clearest possible manner. Justice demands it. Setting an example to try to prevent similar abuses by future leaders from any party demands it. Otherwise, we might as well cancel that 2008 presidential election and be done with this farce we call an electoral process. Sooner or later, should Bush go unpunished, somebody in power is going to try to do exactly that sort of thing. And when they do, they'll cite national security and the need for stable and experienced political leadership in time of war. And when they do, they'll cite the president set by George W. Bush and permitted by the Congress, courts, and the American public of his day. And our country's long, mostly successful experiment in representative democracy will be over. Perhaps it already is. Pretty good article there, and uh, pretty kind of stumb right on. Very good. I think we need to impeach Clarabelle. I'm, I'm going to take up a petition drive. I'm coming on down and take up a petition drive. Well, to be ready to autograph some CDs too. And I'll, that's right. I'll put my autograph on the uh, petitions, and I'll put my autograph on your CD. Now that is the most the, mo the most farcical thing, you know. I mean, how many CDs and T-shirts did I ever sign in the past? You know, a few over here, a few over there. You know, every time we did this, maybe maybe, maybe a hundred. Maybe 200. And like you said, Neil's not here to sign. It's already got 18 votes. See? You're right. Blame me for it. 27.6. See, finally, you quit lying to make us feel better, okay? It doesn't make us feel better. It makes us feel like garbage, like some human swill, like slime, like, like leeches. You know, leeches that they used to use to cure disease, which they still do, by the way, in some subhuman parts of the world. Ooh. Yeah, like nasty, blood-sucking leeches, which pretty much, you know, reflects a certain part of the audience. They, they take, they don't want to give. They take, like what's his name said, the Joey Zaza, remember that? Joey Zaza in Godfather 3. You I, don't want to give? I will take. Remember that in Atlantic City? No, I didn't see the third one. Don't. Right. Uh, no, you really should see it. No, I really should. Don't, no, I don't. Look, see, the problem with you is you listen to other people too much. That's, Watch that's... it for yourself. Use your own mind. Just because you were brainwashed as a child, as a Catholic, you, you should have learned. <laughs> you get... No, listen, you had enough of a common sense to get away from that crap. I never have... bought that bull crap. I just, well, okay, know. fine. That's good. But most, most people, most young people do because they're brainwashed into it. Plus, you were never altered as a boy. No, must I was been... not. Well, you must have been pretty ugly when you were a kid. Or else they just didn't notice you. 896 votes on here. We're going to have that 1,000 by the, by, before 1 o'clock. I can smell it. Can't you smell it? That's, That's probably up. Clarabelle. Probably Clarabelle telling more tales, long tales. But a beep, but a boop, but a bye. Hey, you like me yet? <laughs> what do you think? You like me? How do you like me so far? Man, and let me ask you something. Sir, honest question. Okay. Don't, don't give me a gratuitous answer just because I want to hear it. Who was the first person who was onto his uh, routine? Who told you? You. you. Yeah. And I tried to tell George, and George, ah, but I mean, you know, just because Greg Reed hated George like poison, and because Joe Bell pretends to like George, you know, 
So therefore, you know, and George is one of those people, anybody who likes him, is, oh, he's great. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wouldn't turn my back, George. That's all. You know, I hope you're not listening at home. I hope you're... In fact, he's probably on the way to North Carolina to shut that damn heat off. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. This is Mark Morgan. It's the 12 to 1 hour on QAM. Oh, I'm sick of the same old cleaning product. I want one that's different. Hello. Mr. Clean? Sorry, sister. The airing's in the other ear. I'm Mr. Queen. Oh. Mr. Queen will sashay through the toughest grime while critiquing your taste in decorating. Can you get a tomato sauce stain off my linoleum? I can get rid of any stain. What I can't get rid of is gaudy. Oh, uh, well, can you remove fingerprints on wallpaper? You might need those fingerprints, you know, to find the criminal who picked out the pattern. Ouch. Mr. Queen, his wrists are weak, his sense of style is strong. Well, what can I do about my dingy countertop? Mm, let me see, uh, build a time machine and go back to when they were in fashion. Mr. Queen, keep some in your cleaning closet. Please, honey, I haven't been in there for years. Kind of reminds me of Clarence. Hey! Came in this morning and made some comment about he likes Clarabelle because he likes tooting his horn. What do you mean by that? I don't know. You tell me. 908 votes on the poll. We'll make a 1,000 easy, baby. We're going to slide right into it, just like uh, slide into third. Of course, first you've got to get to first. That's the Marlins' problem. They're going to kick some serious San Diego ass today, aren't they? No. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to go with the win today? today. Who's pitching today? Uh, Sergio Mitre. I shouldn't have said anything. No, I mean, I mean for the Marlins, who's pitching? Yeah, yeah, that's that's who's pitching. Wow, he just came in on a banana boat. I think they just took him out of a protest down there on Brickell Avenue. Twelve oh two. Look at that closest vote in Italy's modern history, and uh, Silvio Berlusconi is still trying to fix it up, man. Better be there's Alessio Vinci. Better be, better be, better be. Unfolded here in Italy over the last day would come to an end. Yeah, go eat some lasagna. Get out of our face. Key figures in a phone jamming scheme designed to keep New Hampshire Democrats from voting in 2002 had regular contact with the White House and Republican Party as the plan was unfolding. Phone records introduced in criminal court show. You know the thing with Bush is. It's not a question of whether to impeach. It's a question of what to impeach about, because there are so many different things, so many different criminal acts that they've committed, it's hard to figure out which one. The records show that Bush campaign operative James Tobin, who recently was convicted in the case, made two dozen calls to the White House within the three-day period around Election Day 2002 as the phone jamming operation was finalized, carried out, and then abruptly shut down. They were jamming it up there. The National Republican Party, which paid millions in legal bills to defend Tobin, says the contacts involved routine election business and that it was preposterous to suggest the phone calls involved phone jamming. Jam on it. The Justice Department has secured three convictions in the case, but hasn't accused any White House or Republican national officials of wrongdoing yet, nor made the allegations suggesting party officials outside New Hampshire were involved yet. The phone calls of record, the phone records of calls to the White House were exhibits in Tobin's trial, but prosecutors didn't make them part of their case. Democrats plan to ask a federal judge today to order GOP and White House officials to answer questions about the phone jamming in a civil lawsuit alleging voter fraud. Repeated hang-up calls that jammed telephone lines at a Democratic get-off-the-vote center occurred in the Senate race in which Republican John Sununu defeated Democrat Jeannie Sheehan, 51-46%, uh, on Election Day 2002. 
Besides the conviction of Tobin, the Republican's New England regional director, prosecutors negotiated two plea bargains, one with the New Hampshire Republican Party official, another with the owner of a telemarketing firm involved in the scheme. The owner of the subcontracting firm whose employees made hang-up calls is under indictment. The phone records show that most calls to the White House were from Tobin, who became Bush's presidential campaign chairman for the New England region in 2004. Other calls from New Hampshire senatorial campaign offices to the White House could have been made by a number of people. So, you know, it's just, how, it's just how do we fix this election? You know, is it the Diebold people going to do it? Are we going to, like, jam up the phone lines of the Democrats? How are we going to do it? I am above the law! Right. That's exactly correct. Or there's the old Florida way, man. We'll just, uh, you know, have what's-her-name step in there and certify the phony elections. Good old Catherine Harris. And, of course, when your brother's governor and calls you at 3 o'clock in the morning and says, Oh, it's close, but don't worry. You got it. You got Florida. Florida. It's all taken care of. I beg your pardon? I remember when in uh, Fahrenheit 9-11, oh, don't you worry about Florida. Yeah, right. I'll take care of it. You got it. He took care of it all right. And then, of course, there was the judge with his eyeball popping out of his socket looking at those hanging chads. And his friend on the Supremes, when they started counting the votes again, and Garrison Gore was about ready to pull ahead. Oh, uh, stop the vote. Stop the count. Like Professor Von Helsing said, stop the count, Dracula, man. Stop it right now. And they did. And they said, oh, guess what? Bada bing, you're president. And boy, look at what's happened now, man. Oh, my God. Five and a half years later, and it's like all these dead people and all this murder and bloodshed and insanity going on. 915 votes on the poll. Neil's not here to sign. It's got 21 already. See, it's my fault. <laughs> I apologize profusely. Not. My bad. Here's your guy on line nine. QAM, hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Yeah, hi. Um, about two weeks ago, maybe or so, Neil read a whole huge long article that... Oh, I must have been ponderous. <laughs> No, it was all about some general or somebody who uh, talked about the war and money and the, the business of war, and it was this great article I wanted my son to read. Do you... Oh, about Eisenhower. Eisenhower. Could be. Yeah, I was quoting, no, it wasn't by Eisenhower, but it was quoting what Eisenhower said about the military-industrial complex. Yes. Yeah, Is that on his website? Yeah, it'll be on the archives. Just uh, go through the news stories. You'll find it. You'll recognize it by the headline. Archives. Got it? I'm on there. NeilRogers.com? Yeah, I'm on there now. I'm yeah. Okay. Well, just just keep looking, okay? It's only a four-hour show. He's on there now. And he's uh, looking, he's looking, he's looking. He wants me to, you know, he doesn't realize he's talking to me, and he wants me <laughs> to tell him what the title of the story was and who wrote it and what day he wrote it and what he was wearing that day. Was he wearing socks? Was he wearing sandals? Was he wearing Birkenstocks with socks? I mean, come on, man. I want everybody to read that. I know the story he's talking about. It was a great story just a few days ago. Just like this one I just got through reading here a few minutes ago about uh, the dictatorship. I've been telling you that, man. If these people had their way, they'd call off the 2008 presidential election. We're, we're not leaving. We're staying. And Congress would say, uh, well, uh, we'll have a committee. We'll have some hearings to see what we think about it. And the public would say, oh, yeah, but what's that got to do with American Idol? Right? Yeah. And what's that got to do with the National Football League, man? Give me the ball, give me the ball. That's what the public would say, because America, man, their minds have turned to jello. I think too many years of listening to the stinking Bill Cosby. That's the problem. Their minds have turned to jello. WQAM, hello. QAM, Disintegration Radio, your disintegration station. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. I just want to make sure that uh, you knew the reason why I didn't buy uh, the CD or the chair was because... I couldn't use my Discover card. You couldn't what? Use my Discover card. Why not? You don't have to MasterCard or Visa. Otherwise, I'd have bought it. Don't we take American Distress? They wouldn't take Discover. 
Well, who the hell wants that? That's a crappy credit card anyway. Go get a real credit card. Probably got turned down for Visa, this guy. We don't do business with deadbeats. 5670560. I mean, we're in a position to be choosy, right? What do we got, about 50 cents so far? That's right. And this big fundraiser, we got about 30 cents. We got 918 votes, though, and 21 people said they didn't buy it because Neil's not here to sign it. You are such liars, man. Just like, oh, you notice the number is dropping, dropping, dropping. I did 27.3. It should be about 7.3%. Stop lying. We don't want you to lie to make us feel better. Like, oh, yeah, because we know the numbers are within, you know, ballpark. 27.2. It's dropping like a rock. It's dropping like a pebble from the top of the Empire State Building. They bought it. Yeah, well, fine. You don't want it. I don't want anything to do with it either, okay? In fact, I might just tell the story about that charity. I might tell the uh, story that uh, that will be the end of that. <laughs> what? Oh, no. Well, that's another reason I don't want to be involved in it, okay? Yeah. I, I don't want to be involved with people who don't appreciate what we're doing for them. That, that's the way I feel about it. Just like Camilla's house. I, I bet you I raised over a million dollars for them over the years. And in fact, I'm sure of it. And, and one year, there was a picture of one of the Dolphin players. I forget who the hell it was. or a couple of Dolphin players. They were, they were black players dressed up as cowboys, and they were riding horses with shotguns. It was like a Wild West scene. It was a funny thing. And so I forget. We either had posters of that that we sold, or that was the picture on something. Whatever. It was connected with our campaign. Okay. And they got all bent out of shape because they didn't like it. They didn't like the picture. And here we're raising them thousands and zillions. And I said to myself, I said, and I said on the air, and I'll say it again. Well, I guess, uh, the, you know, the church must have so much more money now to feed all the homeless. And the homeless people don't need it. The homeless are being picky and choosy about how we raise the money for them. So to hell with it. And that was the end of the Camilla's house. Even one year, they needed a, they needed a uh, station wagon to transport some of the schleppers at the Camilla's house. And one of our sponsors donated the station wagon, about a $10,000 vehicle or more than that. Of course, that was before the day that the whole scandal with the priest was, like, out in the open. I was the only one talking about it. And so I guess if we were to do it again now, they'd say, oh, yeah, we need the cash bag. There's no fact in, in the church. Right. Because all these dioceses, all these churches are closing down because they're going bankrupt. They're going bust. They're going belly up, if you pardon that expression. Belly up. Or maybe Rectum. up in the air. Now, that's why it's not a good idea to get involved with these things at all. Just, you know, just like the Red Cross. Remember during after Katrina and we put the thing on our website, but yeah. I cautioned the I, I cautioned everybody. I said, look, I'm not a big fan of the Red Cross. And there are a lot of questions about where that money goes when they could just like after 9-11. And sure enough. We didn't know where else, uh, what else to do. We tried, wanted to be helpful and give you people a vehicle through which to do something, which you probably didn't anyway. But then all of a sudden, now here's all these charges, all this money. Where the hell did it go, you know? Red Cross, my ass. In fact, you know something? During the next break, I'm going to go. I'm going to take like a red magic marker. I got one in my drawer of little supplies over here. I'm taking the red magic marker. I'm going. I'm going to drop my drawers in the uh, in my uh, tea room. I've got these mirrors all over the place, and I'm going to like make a red cross on my ass. Well, good luck to you. Just so I live up to my word. When I say red cross my ass, I'm not just talking through my nose. Remember that story about that uh, 911 call yesterday? Yeah, oh, good. The kid. They, they took my word again. They listened to me. They're suing their ass in Detroit. Of course. A wrongful death lawsuit was filed yesterday on behalf of that six-year-old Michigan boy whose mother died after he called 911, only to be scolded by an emergency operator bitch for playing on the phone. She always oh, quit playing on the phone. But mommy's dying here. Yeah, quit playing on the phone, punk. Attorney Jeffrey Figer said the family of Cheryl Lynn Turner, Robert Turner's mother, is seeking a million dollars in damages from the city of Detroit. I'd go for like $10 million Yeah, so would I. In Detroit. What a place. 
The suit names two unidentified dispatchers. Figer said the city is not named directly as defendant because cities are immune from suit in Michigan but are liable for the conduct of their employees. Figer said Cheryl Turner would have survived if help had been sent immediately. Robert Turner, who was five at the time, called 9-11 on February 20th and reported that his mother, who had an enlarged heart, had collapsed. The boy told CNN he tried to shake her and called 911 for help, but he couldn't wake her. He quoted a dispatcher as telling him, Stop playing on the phone. The child called back three hours later, but it was hours after that before anyone came to his home. In a written statement, the city of Detroit asked that no one rush to judgment and promised to take disciplinary action if warranted. At a news conference announcing the filing of the suit, Figer said Robert Turner's case is not the only one. He played another 911 tape from January 12, 2005, in which a woman who had been shot in the head by her husband called 911. On the tape, the operator can be heard asking the woman if she has a mental problem and then asking that the husband who shot the woman be put on the phone. Oh, yeah, put O.J. on the phone. Let's see if he really done it. Rescuers didn't come until a third call was placed by the woman's son who lives out of the state. The woman in that case said Figer lived, lived but is paralyzed. He said the second case indicates that the city, to the city, they have a problem needs to be addressed. So put a stamp on it, address it, and put it in the mailbox. That's Detroit for you, man. Do not. Let me just give you a little piece of advice. You ever been to Detroit? I have not, no. Good. Don't do it. If somebody offered you five grand to gamble in the casino there in Detroit downtown, you know, the big casinos, I'll take it. No, you won't. Now I'm talking if you had to go there. Don't do it. Just say El Paso. Yeah, if you value your life. I got no This is Neil Rogers. This is 562 AM. Simon Cowell is looking for the next big star. America's Got Talent. Win a million dollar prize in the biggest talent search ever held. Singers, dancers, comics, anything goes. Fool me once. Shame on shame on you. If fool me, we can't get fooled again. <laughs> But uh, um, a good joke has a point. Wow, almost anything. This is one of the weakest, most baseless indictments in, in American history. It's a charge that cannot hold up even under the most glancing scrutiny. Well, down in that D.C. town, the first thing they said was Tom, it's not allowed. It's the 1219, by the way. Ariel Sharon, happy Pesach. He's still in a coma, and he's been officially declared permanently incapacitated, to which we say, Oy. there's a message for all you kids out there. It's probably not a good idea to eat like 600 home intoxin every time it's poor and weigh 600 pounds. Not a good idea. It's not good for your health. Now, does he got himself a uh, cube. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if he's got a real a kosher. Cube. How do you like that? Gary Sarner's probably over there massaging it. 
We got 900 and some odd, the 941, and boy, we're sure having fun, aren't we? Building up to the crow in that big pregame show. Oh, man. See, we don't have to worry about the revolving slot today because we got uh, the crow talking hardball, talking crap before the Marlin home opener at 4 o'clock against the San Diego Padres. And you're supposed to be all excited about this. It's opening day, baby. I am excited. You are? I am. Why? Well, you know I'm a baseball fan. And now I actually get to just go to the games and just be in the Without having to work, yeah. Oh, but you'll feel like a fish out of water, though. You'll, you'll say, oh, well, what can I do? Let me take a pizza up to Dave, you know? Let me go up and poke Dave in the ribs so we get, like, animated and excited. The Marlins have just won the World Series. You know, like that. Like, he always gets really excited. But, yeah, I'm excited about tonight. You know, it'll be uh, opening day. Up, uh, no, not tonight, this afternoon. Up, up, and away. Fifth Dimension, you know, did a good job with Up, Up, and Away. Better than he does. He's boring. Why didn't or won't you buy Neil's anniversary CD and or those nifty T-shirts that are so uh, great? Maybe they're buying them like crazy today since I put this poll, since I embarrassed it, but I doubt it. And, of course, we don't know because nobody's around to give us any information. I just, I just sent Norma Kent an email about Therabelle. I'm, I'm just I'm apoplectic, you know. I mean, you know, sooner or later, you've got to do something, even if you do something bad, even, no matter what, even if you go and just take a big dump in the hallway, do something. You know, just give an indication that you're doing something besides, hey, you like me so far? <laughs> Am I okay? Am I a good guy? <laughs> what do you think? Man, he is staler than, than last year. He's as dull as a 75-year-old Gillette Blue Blade. 943 votes. Oh, I did buy. I did buy. 254. 26.9%. See how it's dropping out under 27? There you go. Yeah. As we start getting a little bit closer to the truth now, it should be, it should be about 2%. There's an extra number in there. Should be like 2.9, and 26.9 percent of these phony balonies. Oh, we did, yeah. No, you didn't. Didn't do it. I'm too cheap. 217. See that? That's unfortunate. But at least it's an honest answer. If you're cheap, we well, yeah, we respect that. You're in South Florida. You ought to be cheap. Don't want that Schmidt. 163. Don't want it. I don't want it. I hate this pull. 113. Please, no more charity stick. 86. 86 it, and we will. I don't have any cash, 33, like that poor guy that called it, you know, 7,500 bucks to fill up his gas tank. I don't blame him. I stole the CD, 26. See, that should have like a, two zeros after it. <laughs> what? No, seriously, that should be in first place. They steal it. Neil's not here to sign at 22, yeah. I'll, I'll send you my autograph in the mail, okay, on a piece of Charmin. Don't give to charity, 17, and it sucks. The CD sucks, 12. And that's because it's uh, these people kill me. Well, you know, if we would have had this on there, like the guy with that Eisner stuff. Although he did, don't knock that guy. He bought some other one. Eisner. See? I mean, you can't put everything on there. But we, you know, because I think it was even the last one that we did was all of the Eisner bits. Really? We're on there. Yeah. So why the hell put them on there again? Just so you can buy the same thing over again? We're trying to give you like a little variety, not too much. I still think that's a part of it. A lot of these bits are on previous discs. And, you know, we, we've, we've already, we've maxed that out. Don't you understand? I try to tell these people that we've maxed it out. We've squeezed as much blood out of the rock as we can. Don't you get that? Rock. Yeah, that's it. They don't get it. They won't listen to me. And, see, I, ha I have no control over anything that's going on anymore. That's the most frustrating part. It's supposed to be my show, and if I don't want to do something, oh, no, we got to do this. I, I, how many times did I say I don't want to do that? About 30, man. 30,000, I think. And finally, uh, they, oh, well, we'll take care. We don't have to do anything. Okay. No, we don't have to do anything except waste half the show every day begging on here. Won't you please? The van is sitting there waiting for you, know, until we finally stop that. Doug Thompson, CapitalHillBlue.com. Great website. Even little Georgie is uh, converted to this one. He says, you don't cross George Bush. 
Doug says, in 1999, while I worked on a background piece on Harris County, Texas, Judge Robert Eccles, some Houston politicians invited me to a fundraising reception for then Texas Governor George W. Bush. Bush already mentioned as a frontrunner for the GOP presidential nomination in 2000, easily won a second term as governor the year before by building a very unrepublican-like coalition of Hispanics and moderates. Bush sipped a bottle of Corona as he walked among well-to-do Texans at the outdoor event, slapping some on the back. He approached and stuck out his hand. I'm George Bush, he said. The handshake, quick and limp, lacked any warmth or sincerity. The plastic smile looked phony. He moved on. Later in the evening, I walked behind a group where Bush spoke with some of his cronies. They were talking about possible opponents for the GOP nomination. One member of the group suggested some opponents might use Bush's less-than-sterling past against him. Let him try, Bush said with a swagger. I'll effing destroy them. I recounted the story of my host as he drove me back to my hotel. That's our governor, he said. Don't let the smile fool you. He can turn on you in a second. You don't cross George Bush. The corpses from George W. Bush's political wars littered the landscape. <coughs> Arizona Senator John McCain threatened Bush's chances for the nomination in 2000 and became cannon fodder in a Karl Rove orchestrated smear campaign. Democrat John Kerry's campaign disintegrated when he failed to respond to the swift vote veterans campaign of lies and innuendo funded by Bush's cronies in Texas. On Monday, Bush admitted to declassifying parts of a national intelligence estimate, NIE, just to discredit Ambassador Joseph Wilson's assessment that Iraq was not, in fact, trying to obtain weapons-grade uranium from Niger, a key part of the administration's manufactured rationale for invading Iraq. I wanted people to see the truth and thought it made sense for people to see the truth, Bush said during an appearance at Johns Hopkins University. You're not supposed to talk about classified information, and so I declassified the document, he said. I thought it was important for people to get a better sense for why I was saying what I was saying in my speeches, and I felt I could do so without jeopardizing ongoing intelligence matters, and so I did. Like so much of what Bush says, it isn't true. What Bush calls the truth was, in fact, a lie. Ambassador Wilson was right, and the raw information in the National Intelligence Estimate was wrong. Detailed analysis from the Central Intelligence Agency had already called the claim that Iraq had sought weapons-grade uranium from Niger nonsense and urged the White House to stop using the false information. But Bush, who has never let facts stand in the way of his political agenda, continued to use the discredited information and told Dick Cheney to launch a disinformation campaign to discredit Wilson. That campaign ultimately led to the outing of Wilson's wife as a covert CIA operative. After we liberated Iraq, there was question in people's minds about the basis on which I made statements, in other words, going into Iraq, Bush said Monday, and so I decided to declassify the NIE for a reason. I thought it was important for people to get a better sense for why I was saying what I was saying in my speeches. Once again, the President of the U.S. lapses into denial. Americans no longer have questions about why Bush said what he said or what he did. They know the President of the U.S. is a liar. He proves that just about every time he opens his mouth. And his latest poll ratings, by the way, are like uh, about as successful as that fundraiser we're doing. In fact, what have we got? 26.9%. He's going to be there very soon. He's on his way to that number. That'll the new great. CBS poll. What? I said that would be great. More than a third of voters in the new CBS poll say they think of, of their vote as against, uh, in this false elections, they'll think of their vote as a vote against Bush. More than a third. Well, for just 14% will think of it as a vote for him. 45% said the view of the president will not be a factor in how they vote. Those numbers contrast sharply with the run-up to the 2002 midterm elections in which Republicans won historic gains. Four years ago, 31% said their vote would be made in support of the president versus just 19% said who, uh, it was a statement against him. Poll numbers. If, you, if Bush backed a candidate, would you be more likely to vote for him? 10%. Less likely to vote for him? 31%. Which party would you prefer in the... Uh, 
elections this fall. Democrat, 44 percent. Republican, 34. Don't know, 21 percent. How about they're all a bunch of crooks? How about your mama? How about Clarabelle? Let's do a writing campaign for Clarabelle. At least you get him out of that building anyway. Man, even the Titanic never turned into a disaster like that he's turned into. My God. Talk about high hopes. Remember that song? It's way before your time. Frank Sinatra. High hopes. I've heard it. Yeah. Well, we had high hopes too, man. And I think we must have all been high. Even that high. 28, not that fat, just that high. 28 past noon at QAM as we work up to the big opening day uh, crow show, man, at 2 o'clock from Gate F at the ballpark there. With lightning quick speeds, the latest features in security, Comcast high-speed Internet leaves DSL in the dust. And today you can get on board for just $9.95 a month for two months. With an always-on connection speed of 6 megabytes, Comcast high-speed Internet is up to four times faster than DSL 1.5 and up to 100 times faster than dial-up. Whether you're downloading music, watching streaming video, playing online games, or just surfing your favorite sites, Comcast Reliable Fast Connection means you'll be flying through the Internet with the greatest of ease. Plus, when you sign up for Comcast High-Speed Internet, you'll get instant access to free features like the fan, video mail, Comcast Rhapsody Radio Plus, and up to seven personal email accounts, just to name a few. Not only that, but you get McAfee security tools included, so you can rest assured your Internet experience will always be safe and secure. So what are you waiting for? Start doing more a lot faster than ever before. Sign up for Comcast High-Speed Internet today for just $9.95 a month for two months. You wonder how you've managed to get along without it. In Dade, call 305-COMCAST or in Broward, Broward! 954-COMCAST. This is Neil Rogers. Rock solid. This is 562 AM. Take off those checkered pants. Damn! Can't believe it, I just did that. And I don't want to look down, I'm afraid when I'll see you. Pretty soon I'll be screaming. Yeah, I didn't look what I was doing. Oh, wow, wow. Bathroom's like a crime scene. Someone call an ambulance, I got the Franks and Beans. Franks and Beans. I got it caught in my zipper. I'm yelling, I'm moaning, I'm crying. My manhood is dying, got it caught in my zipper. I'm snatching from zippers to buttons, or else I'll go round wearing nothing. Got it caught in my zipper. Please help me, please help me, somebody. It's mangled and bloody, got it caught in my zipper. I did something stupid and scary, like that guy or something about Mary. Got it caught in my zipper. I'm yelling, I'm moaning, I'm crying. 12-33-27-1-5-60-WQM-AM-You're-in-disintegration-station-for-the-new-millennium-Jury-in-Vioxx-I-just-got-all-excited-during-the-break-I-saw-I-had-an-email-and-I-opened-it-up-I-thought-for
That's why every time you turn on the evening news now, a whole half hour of prescription drugs and over-the-counter drugs, 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 and they're screaming about a little, uh, little wacky weed, huh? America hooked on drugs. By a 7-1 vote, jurors in the Atlantic City Superior Court found that Merck had knowingly withheld information from the FDA and that the company's misconduct was wanton and willful, or is that wanton? Boy, it makes me uh, want some Chinese for lunch. I'm having a cup of noodles right now. Soup I'm talking about. Yeah. The verdict was read in courtroom 3A before Judge Carol E. Higgins, who was overseeing the 4,500 other lawsuits against Mercor Vioxx, ruled. The $9 million award comes six days after the same jury awarded Mr. McDarby and his wife Irma $4.5 million in compensation and damages for his heart attack. So let's see, he's got the nine, he's got $13.5 million. Mr. McDarby broke his hip in a fall as a result of a heart attack and found a wheelchair, and he's got $13.5 million. Bucks. Isn't that the way it all goes? Jesus. Now, did I, I, I don't know if we ever talked about the story about that cocktail waitress in Vegas. I don't did think so. Did we ever so. talk about that? I don't think so. She won the, um, what the hell do they call that? The megabucks. Dollar slots, megabucks. Right. And those are all connected. Like, like they have it here, and it generally gets up to like two and a half million, and somebody will win it. All the Ontario, uh, all the provincial casinos are hooked together. And, and it's uh, the same thing in Vegas, only, of course, all the casinos are linked together, so it goes up to gigantic amounts. I think she won. She put in, like, a couple of bucks. Cocktail waitress at South Africa, which casino she worked at. And she was off duty. She put a couple of bucks in, and she won uh, $33 million. Oh, my God. Well, listen to me. The next day, not a week later, not a month later, the next day, she's driving to wherever she was going. And some lunatic runs a light and sideswipes and just smashes into the car on the driver's side. And now she's in a wheelchair. She was like 27 years old or something when this happened. You know what that means, right? If you ever win a lot of money, don't, don't drive. Yeah, that's right. If you win a lot of money, go out and buy a limo for your driver. Although he'll probably get run into anyway. Just, just stay home for a while and enjoy it. Call up some escort services and, you know, have, have delivery. Fly them out to you. That's right. Isn't that incredible? Horrendous story. She's got millions, and is she going to enjoy it? No. Absolutely not. Speaking of enjoying it, gasoline could at $3. You know, I, I'm, I'm making to wonder what's more expensive, gasoline or Vaseline. How about melting down some Vaseline, shoving that in your uh, crank, in your uh, uh, thing? <laughs> in, your in your tank. Yeah, shoving it in your thing. Summer driving will be expensive with gasoline costs likely to stay high after jumping nearly 20 cents over the past two weeks. 20 cents. And we're asking for 20 bucks for some stupid-ass CD or T-shirt and asking how come you put it. They just haven't got it, that's all. Let's see how many people admit they haven't got any money. Don't have no cash, 42. See, and that's going up. Climbing, climbing, climbing. They ain't got it. See, and we're down to 26.5% of these liars. Oh, yeah, I did, Neil. I, yeah, sure you did. Full of crap. The cost of gasoline averages 2.68 nationwide for a gallon of regular. Some analysts say motorists may pay 3 bucks a gallon this summer if there are unusual disruptions in supply. Oh, there will be. They'll come up with some cockamamie story. The Energy Department is releasing its summer outlook for motor fuel prices. At a news conference today, it's going to be bad news, boys and girls. Prices at the pump have been climbing since February when the cost of regular grade gasoline averaged two and a quarter a gallon. The average price of two sixty eight last week is forty cents a gallon higher than a year ago at this time. Forty cents. And pretty soon it's gonna be fifty cents. And thank you again, Mr. President, for those low gas prices for going in there to Iraq and hooking up that long gas so we can get that low real cheap gas. Yeah, and not. I just want to say that before he was in the office, 
My little car took cost me nineteen bucks to fill up. Yeah. It's about thirty six now. Yeah, about thirty six. About thirty man. Thirty six, almost double. Thank you so much, Mr. Bush, you grave robber, you Saudi loving piece of crap liar. Impeach his ass now and then put the and you know something? Let's do a two for one deal. Let's put Clarabelle on there with him too at the same time. Impeach Bush and Clarabelle. If you're wondering who, if you tuned in late, you're wondering who Clara Bell is. We're not talking about Clara Bell, the clown from Howdy Doody Show. We're talking about Clara Bell, who used to be Joe Bell, our general mangler. Clara Bell. Clown. So what do you think? You like me now or what? Huh? A good guy? What do you think? I'm, I'm going to bat for you, man. We like you guys. You're doing a hell of a job. Huh? I'll take care of Josh. I'll take care of George. I'll take care of you. <laughs> what do you think? Man, he is. I, I, would, I would put it this way. He's the most bitter disappointment of my life. That's pretty strong right there. Yeah, I, I, I would say. Uh, well, especially after you guys gave him the big build-up. You know, I mean, I'm here, you're there. Gave him this big build-up. Oh, man, this this guy is great. He is really, he know, he's a radio guy. He came in here, wanted to see how the equipment worked. He came in here, he was asking all kinds of questions like he had some idea what it's all about. Yeah, right. He, I, I tell you right now, even you've got more authority in that company than he's got. <laughs> That's right. Even even a little Macy Pisher like you guy, uh, he's got more authority than he's got. He, I'm telling you, man, he can't even buy the paper clips. That's how much uh, clout he's got, Mister Clout. And the audience is wondering, gee, what's uh, well, you know? We'll let you know when I'm going to shut this thing off. This is Neil Rogers. Soon. This is five sixty AM. I absolutely want to puke. Tonight on Trading Spouses, Big Love Edition. This must be her. Kids, time to meet your new mommy. Hi, I'm your new wife, Barb. Hello, Barb. And I'm your other new wife, Nikki. Oh, hi, Nikki. And I'm your other, other new wife, Margie. (laughs) Hey, Margie. Should I move all your bags into my room? Please. But, Daddy, we don't want free mommy. Hold on now. Let's give this a chance. It's Trading Spouses Big Love Edition. We're going to cook for you, clean for you, and make you feel like a man. Oh, that's big of you. No, Dad, that's big of me. When it comes to multiple wives, you'll get more, man, with Trading Spouses Big Love Edition. This, uh, you know, I'm sitting here reading an uh, email from Norma Kent. Okay. A lesser man than yours truly would get up and walk out right now. That, that's how aggravating this is. Is that right? Well, you heard how aggravated the humper was this morning. Yeah. How agitated. Now, I'm going to read, I'm just going to read you one sentence. This is supposed to be about George and renewing his contract and taking care of George, which I've been assured by Clarabelle that he was going to do. But let me find this one very brief thing, Okay. Okay. In, re- in response to his uh, Norma's re- re- request to get George's deal redone. Clarabelle said in the next sentence and next breath, surprise, that they would like to talk about an extension with you, but they can't do that for George. That is, that they can't give him a corresponding agreement, an increment for the fourth year of his term if the contract was silent on the same, or whatever that is. In other words, they're still trying to dig up his previous contract or change it. I don't know what that's all about. They would like to talk about an extension with you, meaning, <laughs> meaning not meaning you, Josh, unfortunately, but meaning uh, me. A, a contract extension, okay? Do you know what I'm going to play from now until 2 o'clock? <laughs> 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 
Ryan, ain't it? It is. I didn't even have time to read the whole thing yet. I'll just uh, I'll just hold it there until the next break. A judge has rejected TV actor Robert Blake's request for a new civil trial. You know, I, I don't know why they didn't make much of a deal out of it. I guess maybe nobody cared anymore when, once the uh, cockatoo died. Pretty much. But because uh, remember the criminal trial, remember that he got off on that deal, kind of like yeah. O.J. Well, not as big, but yeah. No, not nearly as big. No, of course not. Because who the hell cares about Robert Blake? He, he's old news, you know? Yeah. As opposed to O.J., who, like, was a uh, oh, big piece of crap and murdered two people as opposed to just one. Uh, judges rejected Robert Blake's request for a new civil trial after a wrongful death decision over the shooting of his wife. Blake was cleared of murder, murder by a criminal court, but just like O.J., was found responsible for the death in a civil case brought by his wife's family. I don't even remember that. Do you? Say that again? He was found responsible for the death in a civil case brought by the wife's family, just like O.J. He was, uh, got off on a criminal trial, but the civil trial... I don't remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, I don't. Maybe it's my Alzheimer's kicking in. Or maybe it's just my amusement at that uh, email from Norma. They would like to extend... Yeah, extend this, okay, Clarabelle, extend this. It's my foot, and it's aimed right at your... Rectum. How do you like that? You, cl- you crazy people, you. Just keep playing games with people and lie. You, you want to know what the problem is there? Well, there's a lot, but go ahead. Well, no, seriously, the, the, the bottom line, everything. They think that because they got some money, although you never know it when they don't pay people on payday, but they think because they got some money somewhere laying around that they can they can get whatever the hell they want. You know, in other words, people with money, they always feel, you know, whether it's Donald Trump or Steinbrenner, they can get their way no matter what it is. Oh, well, we'll give you like a big signing bonus. He'll, he'll do whatever we want. Yeah, your mama. Anyway, it's just, it's just a fun, especially on this day to get an email like that. A jury awarded Bonnie Lee Bakley's family $30 million in damages, although Blake has already filed for bankruptcy. Yeah, they're going to get just as much as the Brown family and the Goldman family did from O.J. Squat. That's what they're going to get, and that's what they can do. His lawyers contended there was misconduct in the jury's actions. Among the claims was that one juror failed to disclose that her daughter was in prison for murder, while another consulted a Bible during deliberations. Oh, the Bible says, don't watch Beretta. Isn't that what the Bible said? Yeah. Another had signed a sworn statement that he was pressured into voting against Blake, who starred in the 70s series Beretta. Blake's lawyers also believe the trial should be declared void because the actor had already filed for bankruptcy before the verdict was given. Yada, yada, yada. Well, that's okay. At least they can say, hey, guess what? Robert Blake owes, in fact, when they go out to a restaurant, instead of paying the tab, they just can write on it. Robert Blake owes us $30 million. You know, forward this to him. Or send it to the uh, cockatoo. Have we got our 1,000 votes yet? It's not even 1 o'clock yet. we got 994. I told you we'd get 1,000 before 1, didn't I? Yeah, you did. You have a little faith. You said, no way. 996. I still can't get over that. Uh, I, I think we ought to like play that tape between me and Hank this morning. Just play it over and over again. He was really, he was uh, down in the dumper, the humper. Not a happy camper. Just te- checking a few stats on here to see if everybody bought our CD yet. Aren't they? Isn't there somebody there to get us that number, or not? And of course, tomorrow we got another ball game at twelve thirty. So I'm sure Miguel will be. That'll, that'll be the excuse for the rest of the week, won't it? Probably. Maybe Friday. 
Although maybe Miguel will be filling in for Hank Friday because they got nobody else. David Sampson bailed out. He's not doing it. He's not too, too squeaky. Or actually, Miguel. Because they got nobody else. David Sampson bailed out. He's not doing it. He's not too, too squeaky. Or actually, Miguel's, Miguel's supposed to be here tomorrow and Thursday, so. Oh, that's right. He's going to be working with us. Then. He's uh, filling in for so George. He'll have uh, no way out. He can't hide from him. And by the way, Norma, if you're listening, which I hope not, but if you aren't, uh, George had to go up to North Carolina to shut the uh, heat off up there because his mamacita went up there and left it on when she left. His mamacita, whom he hates like poison, his kvechi, hostile, Julieta, Julieta mamacita. So that's probably why I can't get a hold of him. You're your sense in uniform that follows their commissioning. They'd like to stay alive. That's the, probably the bottom line. They don't want to get sent off to Iraq to be used as a human uh, sacrifice for George Bush and all his Armageddon lunatics. I bet you we got a thousand votes. We got a thousand and two. Look at that, man. This is this is just like sliding off the edge of a uh, edge of a log. No problem. Piece of cake. Sounds pretty good. Now, did you get any lunch in there today or not? Are you not eating with George? Not there? No, I. Uh... Oh, yesterday I got Howie's. Today, though, I just uh, I've been eating around the uh, the building. I had uh, you know three you bagels eating around the building. Yeah. Oh, if I well, they had bagels in here, so I, uh-huh. I threw down three bagels and I had a couple of noodles. Because when Muff was in there this morning, he said he planned on eating around the building too. And I thought to myself, you fairy. Probably you guys had different things in mind. Yeah, of course sure it is. Uh, now you're eating bagels, and it's uh, Pesach coming. Now when, when is Pesach if it like sundown tonight or tomorrow? Here, I'm, I'm asking you, isn't that embarrassing? Yeah, well, that's pretty funny, isn't it? <laughs> no, I, like, I care. I mean, I'm All I know is we got the Leafs and the Panthers at the Air Canada Center tonight, baby. 7.30 game time. I'm going to be outside the Air Canada Center waiting for Geldy, who didn't even invite me to lunch today. What a, what a schmuck, you know? Tomorrow it begins. No, but, is, but usually when you say tomorrow, you mean tomorrow at sundown or tonight at uh, sundown? At sundown. Tomorrow at sundown. No, that's what I thought. That's why the, the Marlins are playing that day game tomorrow at 105, because it's not just because the kids are out of school. They, they wouldn't have known. They wouldn't have, who would have known that? The schedule makers saw, oh, boy, it's Pesach. We don't want to piss off those Jews in Broward that won't come down. What? Right. No, it's true. It's true, man. I don't so, know So, you know, that. I mean, you look around that state, you've got about ten Julios who like to talk a big game about supporting baseball, which they don't. And then you got, uh, you know, about 16 crackers. And then you got, uh, you know, four or five dark guys who can afford to get some tickets somewhere. And then you got uh, all Jews there, like at the Panther game in Sunrise. They have a, they have a limit on Goyim in there. And even with their attendance problems, that's because they won't let too many Goyim in there. What do you expect when the owner's name is Alan Cohen? DNA testing failed to connect any members of the Duke University lacrosse team. Did you see that? You probably didn't see it because you don't watch CNN, and rightfully so. But the brother... Of this um, stripper, see, she's a student on campus. She's not just like some uh, somebody they looked at. Oh, that I didn't know. Campus. Yeah, and her brother, her brother, they were having like a uh, on-campus uh, a powwow about this situation. Right. And her brother, who they're black, and of course there were a whole bunch of black students sitting behind them at the moment, which I don't think was coincidental behind him. And he was making an impassioned plea that they don't talk about the fact that she's a woman, that she's a mother, that she's supporting her family. All they do, the media refer to her as a stripper and uh, dehumanize her and make her into kind of some kind of a, a slime ball. Isn't that what they do? What? The media? Yeah, that's what they do, of course. The media is just as sexist as anybody else because most of the people in the media are men, just like the men that wrote the Bible. Women are like, uh, you know, just stay in your place and uh, stay in the kitchen, barefoot and pregnant, and that's it. When you go to the dentist, open wide, and when it's that time, well, you know. 
Citing DNA test results delivered by the state crime lab to police and prosecutors a few hours earlier, the attorney said the test results prove their clients did not sexually assault. The only problem with that is that very often there is not the DNA. Really? No DNA material from any young man was present on the body of this complaining woman, said defense attorney Wade Smith. The alleged victim, a 27-year-old student at nearby, oh, she's not at that school, she's at nearby North Carolina Central, not at Duke, told police she and another woman were hired to dance at the party. The woman told police the three men at the party dragged her into a bathroom, choked her, raped at her, and sodomized her. Authorities ordered 46 of the 47 players on Duke's lacrosse team to submit DNA samples to investigators. Because the woman said her attackers were white, the team's sole black player wasn't tested. District Attorney Mike Nifong stopped speaking with reporters last week after initially talking openly about the case, including stating publicly that he was confident that a crime occurred. He went on to say he would have other evidence to make his case should the DNA analyzation prove inconclusive or fail to match a member of the team. Smith said Nifong now has the evidence needed to change his mind. He doesn't have to do it, Smith said of filing charges. He's the man with discretion. He doesn't have to do it. We hope that he won't. Also, an attorney for one of the players said Sunday that time-stamped photographs will show an exotic dancer was already injured. We had that yesterday. And very impaired when she arrived at the party. Durham attorney Bill Thomas said some of the photos taken when she arrived at the house indicate the woman was injured before getting to the party. They show extensive bruises and scrapes on her legs, especially around the knees. Mm-hmm. Sounds a little like screw Ann. <laughs> gotcha. All right, little... Uh... Well, listen, there's nothing like a good chuckle on a day like today, huh? See, leave it to me. On a day when everybody in the building is suicidal, because Clarabelle is running around endangering all of our lives and careers and our happiness, man. The happiness killer. And you know something? Remember John Wayne Gacy? Yes. Never trust a clown. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Uh, I'm up in Boca Tica slapping old women with painted lips around the pool. I listen to the Neil Rogers one to two hours. Uh, I mean, I listen to the Neil Rogers fair and balance one to two hours. Coming up tonight on Inside the Behind, the true Hollywood celebrity music biography profile story. He was in Genesis. Then he went off on his own. You might say it was the genesis of the genius of a member of Genesis. He was Mike and the Mechanics. So Mike has this big hit in 1985, and he comes to me and says, we need another one right away. Well, I got his new idea into the shop. I put it on the lift, and it's a mess. Lead vocalist and mechanic, Paul Carrick. Yeah, there was no real hook. The middle eight was blown out, and the chorus was shot. I had to order the part special. I say, look, let me keep it a while. Like a year. Finally, the mechanics returned the song at ten times the original written estimate. Well, what are you going to do? These mechanics have you over a barrel. Luckily, it was a hit. So now the pressure's on. It's 1986. Mike wants a hit a year. I said, sorry, not going to happen. First of all, your warranty's expired. Plus, you haven't replaced these notes since you got this thing. I need three years. Finally, in 1989, Mike went to pick up the song. It went to number one. But Mike says, I'm overcharging. He leaves me, starts going to quickie loop. Those substandard bastards. But he never had another hit. So up his. Mike in the mechanics. Come on, Mike, what were you thinking? 
You get a good mechanic, you don't leave. It's a big, juicy, sopping wet look at show business. Tonight, on Inside the Behind. Well, I just read the rest of the uh, facts. He didn't get around to discussing your deal, by the way, Josh. Um, sure, of that. Crestfallen, aren't you? Surprised? I'm not surprised by any of it, because at least this guy, at least Clarabelle may not be good, but at least uh, he's consistent. But a beep, but a boop, but a bop. Oh, man, I uh, should have taken care of that. It's my fault, and I'm going to get right on that. And I'm blah, blah, blah. Yeah, right. Uh, 1,020 votes on the pool. We are kicking some serious, smelly, pimply ass. Oh, there's that uh, stripper's brother. Of course not, but in any sexual assault, one thing oh, I see. I'm realize, at like the district attorney stated earlier, 80% of those that are sexually assaulted, there is no DNA. You notice how they have, they've got a linking problem there, and the, the audio is matching his lips? Rapist using condoms, cleaning up well, My feed's a little different from yours anyway. Oh, is it? Yeah. I'm a little oh, ahead. 40 hours elapsed. I got plenty of time if I've done something. Well, let me ask you, how, how's your feed on Leafs TV? How's that coming? Huh? Or on the NHL network, how's that coming? I bet you don't have that. That's some frog. Oh. So, you're in Montreal. You have a, a, a French hockey player. In Montreal. Now, Jeff, you can speak to this, too, because yeah. how important was that? How did you guys relate to the French, the French-Canadian hockey player? Oh, swim. Like, like a Denny Savant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's Kirk Muller, good Kingston boy, okay, just turned 100 years old. He really played well for the Panthers, not. Anyway, 1,020 votes. I'm not going to read the result because I'm just, uh, you know, although it is down to 26.1% of liars. See, if it was an honest answer, the, the decimal would be between the two and the six, two point six, and I, I would even be, I'd even be hard pressed to believe that. Although it is possible that Clarabelle has uh, managed to bring this thing down to a level where we don't have any audience left, that's possible. Let's let's see, let's find out if we get any calls here, okay? Let's see when the delay catches up, because I've been rambling, reading all these stories that you're urging. I got to do it today because of Miguel there tomorrow. You know, you know what? Screw Miguel. I'll do whatever the hell I want to do. I don't know. I don't do this show for him. He's not the director of this program, you know, because well, cause he isn't interested because I don't read a lot of stories about Cuba. 5670560, oh, in addition to which he's not getting this to that number anyway, so the hell with him. You know, he's not cooperating. Lazy, shiftless. He's got that feeling of entitlement like, you know, they, they owe him something. And pound 560, the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. We want to get a million calls as you're on your way to the Marlin game. Norma Kent's going to the Marlin game. Now, now, what what's the weather like? It's not going to rain today, right? It's going to be hot. No, it should be fine. But I mean, what what's the temperature like? Oh, what what the, would you know in that place? You wouldn't know. Well, yeah. Let me look out the window here. <laughs> oh. well, let me just take a look at puke and see if the temperature is as toasty as it's going to be in Hot Springs, Arkansas, for the Humper this weekend. I tried to cheer him up a little bit. I think I did him, you know, a little a little service. They're not a big one. Not going to change his life. At least no tornadoes. Well, let's see. Miami, Florida. Temperatures 81. Humidity 50%. Okay, well, let's see. Let me just click on it because there's Miami, Missouri. I didn't even know there was a Miami, Missouri. Do you know that? I know there's a Miami, Ohio. Let's see. For uh, today, 80. Oh, a chance of rain. 20% chance. Well, that's not much. Yeah. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, 81. No rain tomorrow. Thanks, God. And 81 in part and mostly sunny on Thursday. Friday, 20% chance of rain again. Do we care about that? What time's the game on Friday? Not not a day game. No. It's a night game. It's just, I mean, we don't care about that. They can rain out all, all you know. But Wednesday and Thursday, 
Mostly sunny, 81. Beautiful. So it wouldn't surprise me with Norma on the way to the game. There are going to be a lot of young guys with their shirts off at the ball game. 5670560. Well, that's what I would be interested in. Pound 560 on the uh, WQAM. Hello. Hi. Just want to let you know that your CD was great. Bought three well, of them. You bought three of them? Yes. Holy cow. That means uh, almost nobody bought it then. I mean, in other words, uh, if, you, if people are buying two and three, do you see what I'm saying? Well, I bought one, thought it was great, bought two more to give as gifts. Great. Um, I was hoping if, if maybe ever possible some of the older ones would be available, I'd buy them too. I don't care if it's some of the well, same. Well, I'm not telling you what we ought to do. I think what we ought to do is we'll find out from Miguel if he ever shows up again what we have uh, in inventory, and then we can put it on our website. Well, that's what, that's what I'm saying, because I bought the first one when it first went on your website. Right. And I think, that, I think I that's like a good idea. Maybe we maybe can squeeze some want. money out of this thing by doing that, because I'm sure we got some oldies laying around. Yeah, I'd love to have some of the old ones. Okay, well, let's do it before the station goes out of business. Thanks a lot, sweetheart. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. How do you like that? What a nice lady, huh? Yeah. See, ladies come through for us. The guys, ah, we don't want it. We don't want it. Fag, ah, like that. You know, I, I get it. I will say, to my knowledge, I, I think we only have one of the old, uh, like a group of one of the old CDs. Lying around. We have a group grope? Yeah, group grope. In other words, we got a bunch from one year is what you're trying to say. Pretty much. And it's the newer one. It's the last one we did. I think it was 0102. Yeah. Right? That's the last one we did was 0102? Pretty sure. We've laid out of this for all that time? Boy, oh, boy. God, am I smart. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, you know, it, it just reaches the point. Now, we should have been able to do one every year. But then again, this radio station is so uninclined to do anything. They don't want to lift a finger. I'd like to lift a finger to Clarabelle, okay? Guess which one I'm lifting, Clarabelle? On both hands and my, and my big toe, too. That's what I'm lifting for you. Extend this. That's my response to your silly crap about you want to extend my ideal. Till I'm about 80. They keep, they keep trying to ride my ass. You know what I'm saying? I'm the cash cow. Keep riding my fat old ass. Just keep them alive. Well, i got news for you. You're not going to keep me alive with all this stress and angst. I'll tell you that. All this baloney. He wants to take care of George. He wants to take care of George. You, don't, you can't take care of anything, mister. Because the Beasleys wouldn't let you, like I said, even order the paper clips, okay? I could go to the, I could go to the damn uh, uh, office, to the drugstore. In fact, I bet you, well, I don't bet you, I know for a fact. You know, like every time we run out of fax paper in that machine? Yeah. You have to go begging around the building. I, I got a whole case of nice hammer mill uh, fax paper sitting right in my uh, orifice there. I got staples. I got paper clips. I got, I got my office supplies, baby. I got magic markers. How do you like that? If I'm down there, i got to, like, run around, oh, we're out of fax paper. Can we have some, please? Yeah, like that. And the best part of it is I don't even, I don't even bill those bastards for this stuff. A poor guy scraping along like me that's uh, plunging my gusset woodbine two, three times a week, and here I'm paying it out of my own pocket. How do you like that? And just because I'm so ticked off, I think it's time to send your ass another check, just because just out of being pissed off. They pissed me off into it. Because they treat you, huh? No, they treat you like crap. Anybody associated with the show, you know, George, we were talking about that a few days ago. He's right. Anybody in the building who even likes this show, like Tommy, man, I'm surprised they haven't nailed him to a cross out there across the street because he likes the show. Especially after that raspberry. Yes. Oh, it's a miracle that slid by. Boy, oh, boy, if if Clarence ever knew about that raspberry get on here, Clarence was on another one of his uh, little ball game uh, expeditions at that time, you know. But anyway, she had a good idea, and whatever we got, we'll put it on there. And if it is that old, you know, 
then people uh, will think uh, think it's good. <laughs> no, but we can put whatever the uh, tracks are on there. Why the hell not? What does it cost us to put that on there? They can order it, right? Right. Oh, by Let's the start. way, um, just to let you know, that guy, uh, Eric, called me during the breaks. I forgot to tell you. The that guy, guy that called up that said, because uh, he has a MasterCard. No, he had a Discover card. Discover card, right. That's bull crap because um, anybody with, a, with an account, you know, a banking account can order that's well, uh, let me take a look at it, okay? I'm, I'm going to click on it right now. I don't ordinarily do that. Oh, there's my Dreamfields pasta. Nice going with that, by the way, Troy. You're doing it, baby. You are really doing it on that, making an account out of it. Right. should never let Troy handle it. should have given it to somebody who really screwed up good, like Gary Sarner. Then we know we'd have gotten some good copy. Let's see. Now, what do you tell me? Order now. I'm clicking order now. Usually ships in five to seven days. See, I don't want to. I don't want to like go too far here because I don't want to have to buy one. Okay, for my own CDs, I got one here. Your computer is not currently accepting cookies. What the hell does that mean? Oh, here we go. Get PayPal information. Okay, is that what I want to do? Yes. Okay, I'm clicking it. Let's see what's going on here. Check out. Check out my ass. Okay, I'm I'm canceling this baby. I'm I'm going to get charged for this. So I'll take your word for it. Okay. What the hell does that mean? My computer's not accepting cookies. Well, Eric should know. I mean, he he called me during the break. Yeah, Eric would know. He's our computer maven up there in between eating uh, Oreo sa- uh, uh, ice cream sandwiches. You'd think that he'd know a little something about it. I- I'm telling you, man, I- and I'm not joking. I'm not saying this just for effect. You know, I don't want to be like the boy who cried, Bob Wolf. Mike Wolf, but the fact of the matter is we got some serious issues with this Radio Estacion, baby. We got some serious major issues, and it's not a fact that those morons across the street are doing any number with that Stu Gotts and the juice and all that other crap they got on the air pretending to be. Eh, it's got nothing to do with them. That's not our. That's not our format anyway. It's not our crowd. Who else cares about that crap? That they're so obsessed with that, you know. Even Joe Rose is doing a number that uh, would rot in hell. No, what, what, the, what the problem is that these people aren't radio people. They, they think they're radio people, and the problem is they, ought to, they, they couldn't even get a job at Walgreens, these people, in the prescription department. You know what I'm saying? Now, that's an indictment. If you can't get hired in the prescription department at Walgreens, man, you've got some real deficiencies in your abilities. You know what I'm saying? A deficiency in your ability is what I'd be saying. Yeah, they definitely do take MasterCard. I'm looking at it. See, there you go. And he didn't say MasterCard. Dis- he said Discover. All right. All right. Well, they take Discover, too. See, there you go. It's just an excuse, okay? They take Discover, they take Visa, they take MasterCard, they'll take somebody else's MasterCard, whatever you got. So he falls under the category of too cheap. Too cheap. Just an excuse maker. Too cheap. Liar. And I guarantee you, that, that punk don't have a Discover card anyway. You think he's got any credit, a punk like him? No way. Probably an illegal alien, another one. 113 at QAM. See, the whole thing with this immigration thing, I'm going to tell you right now, there's been no policy for over 20 years. There are all these millions of people. It's been insanity. And now it's like, oh, well, there's some rational, fairer way to solve it. Well, of course there's not. Of course not. It's like saying there's some rational, fair way to, uh, to, to solve all those years of, uh, of uh, slavery. Of course not. Although we, if we had a lot of NBA teams, it certainly couldn't hurt. Well, well I, I would think. About 30, man. Can you imagine if we had 30 more NBA teams? My God. Of course, the question is how many seven-foot freaks have we got out there, black, white, or indifferent, or uh, Japanese? 
Man, is he one ugly guy or what? That Yao Ming man. Yeah. I mean, well, most most seven foot guys are freaks of nature anyway. You don't see like good looking seven foot guys. Well, they're all oddly proportioned. You know what I mean? Right. But I mean, he's really strange. He's just a tree, man. Yao. Yeah. Ever see him with Tree Crawford? Same guy. Yowza. One fourteen at QAM. South Florida is famous for its trade shows. There's boat shows, car shows, bridal shows, home shows, art fairs galore, and more. Now, if you're a trade show exhibitor, the only name you need to know is Pubset. Pubset creates the absolute top-of-the-line attention-grabbing steel customers from the competition trade show displays. Call right now, 954-772-7275, and Pubset will get you set for success. When it comes to design, printing posters, banners, and especially trade show displays, Pubset has been the very best for 14 years. Call them at 954-772-7275. Write it down. Write it on your limp wrist, just like in Memento. Write it down. It's 954-772-7275 for Pubset. From design to set up, Pubset can handle all your trade show needs. Rest assured, Pubset will separate you from the competition. Don't look second rate. You only get one chance to look great. Pubset is the way to go. 954-772-7275 or online, it's pubsetsf.com. For top-notch design, trade show graphics, and displays, Pubset is the way to go. Look for my picture on their building along Dixie Highway just north of Commercial. You will just drive right off the road. Call 954-772-7275 and tell them that Fluff Lindsay told you to call. This is Neil Rogers. This is 562 AM. WQM. Don't forget, coming up at uh, two o'clock. They they get they they get they they get they get it's the crow. They they get. There's been some requests in the building to hear that crow bit. Oh really? Yeah. Well, actually, I have two. I'm not really sure that one is playable. Well, we like the Steve one. Oh, crow and Steve. Well, in that case, this is the crow, and we're talking hardball on 560 WQAM. Call me, homie. Right here at 567 HO. Oh, 56. Uh, call me, homie. Let's be talking to Steve in Miami. Steve, you're with me, Warren Kamati. Hello, Crow. What do the Marlins have to do to win the World Series this year? Oh, that's an easy one, Steve. They got to swing the bat, hit the ball, hit some strikes. Remember, the game of baseball is 50% hitting. Mm, that's almost half. 50% fielding, 50% pitching, and 25% managing. But, Crow, that's 175%. What? Don't you be questioning me. Would you be ignorant? Be what? Ignorant. Ignorant, I said. You be ignorant. Well, no, I'm not ignorant. Boy, I play professional baseball in a third-world country against men half my size. 
Did you? Well, actually, I... I played it. Are you gonna... Call me, homie. I'm the crow. Out at gate G. Elemental P. Amen. 21 past one. So that's what we got coming up at 2 o'clock. And this is part of the new Clarabelle regime where we're putting the same incompetent people, people who don't even belong on here to say hello and goodbye, we're putting them back on here again. You know, we got a lot of Lenny Martez. We got lots, lots of that. The Squeakmeisters. And we're actually, we're going to put uh, uh, David Sampson on Friday when Hank's off to Hot Springs. I, I think that idea I had a couple of weeks ago about going to all music, I think that that's the way to go, you know? Is that right? Then I would turn to Clarabelle and say, What are you going to do about it? You fairy! That's what I would say. You don't think that's a good idea? You never know. Let you pick like a third of the music and George a third, and then I'll pick a third. Okay, sounds good. How's that? We'll have like a three-way. And No, I'll tell you what. We'll each pick a fourth, and then the other fourth will let the audience by request. Just like that bit I just played. All I request. like it. Yeah. That's a new format, man. And we're down to 26% of liars on here. Oh, we did buy your stuff. Yeah, we started almost 30% at the early uh, About 30, man. Early show. Now we got it down to 26 as they've stopped with his lying BS, you know. You notice how the numbers dropped? Yeah. 1,043 votes, and so that's going to be a little more accurate, a little bit. And now that we're convincing them, you don't have to lie to make anybody, uh, oh, 26.1 now. See, not good. They're trying to impress us. Oh, yeah, we did. We come through for you. No, you don't. Too cheap. Too cheap. Don't want that, Schmidt. That, now, that, that, you know, I can handle that. I have no problem with that. You don't want it? We don't, I don't want to force it on you. Neil's not here to sign at 38. Yeah, well, hold your breath. I'll tell you when I'm going to show up. Okay? And I'm going to be sitting out on a street corner there with a big card table, and it'll be like a big arrow there. Oh, there he is. There's that. Uh, and you can, you know, comment in my wardrobe. I'll wear some real, real super baggy pants, you know, and one of those flower shirts. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon singular wireless line. You know, one thing since I've been here, I haven't had one person comment to me about my wardrobe. No. And guess what? I don't care. See, people that run around trying to impress everybody else, those are plastic. I can't. If there are two kind of people, I can't stand spastic and plastic. WQAM, hello. Spastic line. Hey Neil, how are you doing? Pretty good, Pally. Hey, I just want to let you know. Um... I haven't been able to vote on the poll for over two months. Uh, I've lost my internet connection and, uh, you know, got kicked out of my place I was staying and uh, just, uh, you know, pinching pennies, just gas in the tank. So hmm. I would love to buy your CD, but uh, as it is right now, I'm, I'm just a broke, uh, broke loser. Well, we'll give you but a I'm pass. still enjoying we'll your you, show. We'll give you a pass, and uh, Clarabelle says they'll send you $100 in small bills. Will he really? No. Make it a bunch of pennies then. Okay, good luck, Pally. Hang in there. Tin cup always works. Spare some copper, Sonny. Spare some copper. Like in the Clockwork Orange. Look what it did for him. I think that's not a bad idea. It works here, man. We got, we got people who have franchises. I'm sure of it. Same faces sitting on the same street corners in the same locations every day for years. Every single day with their little cup. Even in the wintertime. Even on days when it's just brutal. You know, I saw a guy uh, a couple of days ago that, that had a sign that said, Why lie? I want beer. And yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Oh, and people were actually giving him money. Sure. No, they, they respect his honesty. I want some beer. I want to get drunk. I want a pack of camels. I want some of them cancer sticks, some of them faggots. Well, what's wrong with that? 
Don't you respect that more than people pretending, oh, or the ones with the long signs, you know, uh, a war veteran, uh, out of luck, uh, down on my luck. Actually, what these people did is they had a bad day at Woodbine, eh? They're not fooling me. I see the same faces out there, the same sad faces, man, over and over again. And then when you stop seeing them, you know what that means? They're dead. T.O. I'm not talking Toronto. I'm talking about tapped out. T.O. Or, or they could be dead. Because a lot of people would buy and you hear the sounds. I'm dying over here. I hear that all the time. 26 point. I want that number under 26 before the show ends today. I mean, even that number is going to be grossly exaggerated. Because like that lady said, she bought three. And it was the guy before that bought a couple. So the fact that, and of course, we don't know what the number is anyway. Maybe we got a hundred grand and they're just behind in the reporting on it. Do you think that's possible? Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe we've got like a half a million. Maybe that's where Miguel went. You aren't going to see him no more. Oh, you guys got 20,000. Now come to find out we got 90,000, but he's got 70 of it. He's on the way up to Hershey Highway. He's on the way up here to like hop on a plane and fly to Havana so we can you know, hang out with Alien. Oh, he, he's obsessed. He, it's like a, like a mental disease with him, man. He's just obsessed. Cuba, Cuba. You know what I asked him the other day? You ever been there? No. And he said he'll never, he never will be. No. Well, why not? I don't know. How about if we dig up Batista's body and put it on the plane next to him? Would that make him feel better, more at home? What the hell's wrong with that child? 26 past 1 at 560 WQM. We sure hope you enjoy that opening day. We hope the Marlins win a game. You know, this week would be nice. They got three three with a pod race, and then the Washington Nats, the Nats come in on Friday. The Washington Nationals. Now, long before you were born in the NBA, there was the Syracuse Nationals basketball team. Did you know that? I did, yes. Syracuse Nats. Dolph Shays used to play on a team, and Johnny Kerr. Boy, am I old or what, huh? Yes. Yes, I am. In relation Jeez. to Steve Kerr, Johnny Kerr? No. Okay. Or Deborah Kerr, Carr, Kerr. No. I don't think so. But Dolph Shays played on a team at Syracuse Nats, and we also had the Rochester Royals. I bet you heard of them. Because of you, yes. Because I've seen a couple of games there in Rochester where Les Harrison was the coach. And I told you my uncle Muggsy Solomon was actually the coach of that team briefly in the WW2 in 1944. The bookie. The bookie, who was coach of the Rochester Royal. That, that's a true story, very briefly. And I think Les Harrison played for him. And then he became the coach, bald-headed Les Harrison. Man, in fact, I think they used to knock their heads together, Red Auerbach and Les Harrison, man. They, they got into some knockdown, drag-out, screaming matches there at those games. That's all I remember. I remember Bobby Wanzer and Arnie Risen and Bob Davies and Bud Davies. And Bob Cousy, who couldn't talk then, and he still can't speak. You ever hear Bob Cousy? He does cover on the Southwark fan, Bob Cousy. He can't, he can't speak. A, he makes the crow sound like Walter Cronkite. Have you ever heard Bob Cousy speak? Yes. Oh, my God. That, that's a broadcast. He makes Lenny Martez sound like uh, Westbrook Van Voorhees, like uh, Chet Huntley. Anyway, 28 after 1. There's another liar. The planning process. There's Hermann Gehring, the Rumsfeld. Yeah, they're planning. They're stoking up the ovens right now, he said. Hey, what's better than staying cool and comfortable all summer long and speaking of feeling like you're in an oven, which most, most of the year South Florida is like that? How about getting an instant $1,200 cool cash rebate on the world's smartest air conditioner, the five-star edition of the Carrier Infinity System? And to make things even better, you can get this fabulous system from Royce Air and Heat, where they've been taking care of Tri-County area families for three generations. As a Carrier Factory authorized dealer, Royce guarantees you 100% satisfaction. And that guarantee is backed by Carrier, the people who invented air conditioning, and have now invented the Carrier Infinity System. Now, this system actually performs a daily diagnostic check and then adjusts itself for maximum efficiency. And speaking of that, to maintain maximum efficiency of your current air conditioner, be sure to join the Royce Air and Heat Comfort Club. 
twice a year. They'll inspect and tune up your system. You'll enjoy priority same-day service and 10% off any needed repairs. All of these things for just all of these things. Just 110 bucks a year. So whether you choose the two-speed Infinity system with Puron or peace of mind year-round with the Comfort Club, either way, make the Royce choice. Call them toll-free and tell them that ancient Neil told you to call Royce Aaron Heat at 1-800-377-0075. Get ready for a long, brutally hot and humid summer, baby. Call Royce Aaron Heat, 1-800-377-0075. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Wonderful WQAM. Whoop, 560, WQAM, your information station. Oh, how did it be? I'm here on this side of your radio speaker. And you, you just stay over there. Now, uh, normally I uh, don't step out of character. But if you're in a disaster this here, a hurricane, I feel it's only proper that uh, we uh, dispense of the holy gaiety of sports for a while. Well, I mean, if Pee Wee Hoyman can get political, and so can I. And what is it? Uh, Andy Town. You're out with the deity of Ohio and David. Yeah, hi, Howard. Hey, you hear that? There is nobody here by that name. From this turn on, you will address me by my proper name. Or I'll place my bony finger under your nose. Okay, Mo. Now, what do you want? Well, there are only about 1,100 National Guard available because the rest are getting killed while trying to secure resources for corporate interest in Iraq. The rescue equipment is there, too, including the high-water trucks, which is kind of weird since... It now, wait a second, wait a second. By the way, sir. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, 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 oh. First of all, the, uh, the, uh, the, 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 the National Guard, they're not there. They're not there. Not there. National Guard, not there. Not where? They're not there. We got uh, thousands of National Guard here. Thousands of them. Not there, over here. Here, over there. So take that, bub. This mighty president of ours is in full control. You know, you got to keep in mind nobody had any idea of the impact of the storm. And that's how the minnow got tossed. So what are you doing? What the hell is Al Franken doing here? I, uh, I came to edify you in political... Monologue, you. Hey, I'm your elder. I'm smart. Not dumb like Pee Wee Hoyman says. Uh, well, perhaps you'll garner much under my tutelage. I don't like the looks of that tutelage. <laughs> I don't want your tutelage over me. Strong break. Strong break. Man, do we miss him or what? Huh? Uh, do we? Absolutely. Ever? Yeah. Sure had, uh, you know, a lot of misery, but also a lot of fun. Now we just got the misery part left. Even Kathy Bates would be embarrassed. But we'll, uh, you know, we'll keep showing up, keep taking the money. And we, uh, like, like he says, Clarabelle, he's going to take care of my people, man. He's going to take care of Josh. He's going to take care of George. And it was his, uh, you know, see, this is the problem. Then he goes over to Naples, and they spank him a couple of times, like, like that. And that's it. And then he goes, oh, wow, we can't do this, and we can't do that, and we can't, yeah, right. That's our middle name. We ought to change our call letters to W. Let's see, C N T. You got to be careful with that one now. Well, you can only have four letters. Or if it was now, if it was a Canadian station, it could be C A N T. Can't do radio. Now, see, you got to get your mind out of the gutter because I know exactly where it went as soon as I said that. You're right. Well, you stop it. See you next time. I said C A N T, and you can't have five letters in there, so. You know, you, <laughs> all right. Oh, 
Now, probably Clarence is going to come running in there. Oh, is he going to use that word again? Oh, I told him. I told him what it means. Yeah, look in the mirror, Clarence. That's what it means. Anyway, uh, we got 26.2% claim that they bought our merchandise. And you know, that's, that's, a, that's a pile of crock. As, uh, what's his name used to say, the former coach of the Canes, that jackass who uh, had such a good time in Louisville, Howard Smellyburger. Oh, yeah. Five, six, seven, oh, five, pile of crock. That was one of his uh, macho expressions as he was clenching his teeth on that pipe, you know, puffing up the storm. I wonder what was in that pipe. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty, and pound five, sixty in the Verizon singular wireless lines. I think what we ought to do is play some old audio from Howdy Doody, now that we got Clarabelle running the joint. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Sounds hey, like Reverend Jones to me. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> he's potting him down, and I'm hanging up on him. WQAM, hello. Five six seven. Come on, let's uh, give those numbers out while I look for Howdy Doody. Oh, where the hell is it? I got it or something. Here it is. I'll get it in there. Just relax. Don't get into a panic. Now, which disc is? Oh, look at that. Very, very nice. It's the second cut on the first disc. All right. Let's hear it. It's always a good sign. Since Clarabelle is now running a radio station who talks a lot of crap but can't get anything done, talks double talk. Ever see him in Al Kelly? Well, you wouldn't know Al Kelly. He was great. Double talker. Here we hey, go. Hey, kids, what time is it? Howdy, Mr. Duty, and boys and girls at home and kids in the gallery, let's go! again with more Howdy Doody time, direct from the Howdy Doody Circus. Princess Summerfall, Winter Spring. Hello, Buffalo Bob. And Dilly Dally. Oh, yeah, that's me. Phineas T. Buster. Uh, the T is for Tweety. I know, I know. And the Flubber-Dub. Where would they be without me? And me, Buffalo Bob. Oh, what happened to Clarabelle? I thought we were going to get yeah, the... You got uh, me all excited there? Yeah, I thought Clarabelle was going to like, uh, honk, his, uh, honk his little horn. He had like a little uh, uh, horn with a rubber ball on the end. He used to honk it. He was a honky, Clarabelle. Well, then uh, you could get a little Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger! I think that was the predecessor to Bear Ass Mounting, if you ask me, the Lone Ranger, him and Tonto. I think they were doing stuff. That was it. Yeah. And then at the end of the show, they said Lone Ranger was a... John Killer. Oh, sorry. 5670560. And you know the rest. WQAM, hello. True or untrue? It's me. WQAM, hello. Hey, the CD. <laughs> Boy, you're getting faster than he is. That's good. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I think in order for Jeffrey Loria to sell the seats at the Marlins Stadium, 
going to have to contact Mitch and Murray for the good leads. What do you think? Yeah, that sounds good to me. Hey, by the way, are you and don't, and don't forget, by the way, let me remind you one thing. Buffy's for closes only. Right. Exactly. Are you going out tonight, Neil? Am I going out? You don't get it when he asked Shelly if he was going out? Oh, yeah, right. You going yeah, I'm out, Neil? I'm going to go out and see that couple, yeah. <laughs> All right. What is it? The Nazir couple, is it? The Patels. What? <laughs> what is he talking about? <laughs> I don't know, but that was funny for some reason. Yeah, I think it sounded a little bit yeah like that. Let's see, is there anything? Oh, how about your hit parade with Snooky Lanson? Scientific tests prove Lucky Strike is milder than any other principal brand of cigarettes. That fact is verified by an independent consulting laboratory with more than 15 years' experience in cigarette research. Let your own taste and throat be the judge. For smoothness and mildness, there's never a rough puff and a lucky strike. Yes, prove to yourself what scientific tests prove. Lucky Strike is milder than any other principal brand of cigarettes. Get a carton of Luckies today. Lucky Strike presents your hit parade. The Lucky Seven Songs of the Week with Jeff Clark, Eileen Wilson, the Head Paraders, and Raymond Scott of the Lucky Strike Orchestra. Oh! All right. LSMFT, maybe. In, in fact, you used to get like a gentle tumor. Man, look at that. You're really uh, litting up the phones with that howdy doody. Is that what it is? That's got to no, be I it, don't man. think so. I think it's probably your uh, rhymes with phones, as in Reverend Bones. 141, 19 till 2 at 560 WQM. We got the, uh, the crow standing by as the crow flies out there at gate F at the ballpark. When you go in there, say, hey, hi, crow. Man, you smell. I've been telling you for years about Dollar Mattress and their outstanding service. If you thought dialing 1-800-MATTRESS on the phone was easy, go check out mattress.com. You shop whenever and wherever you want. When you log on to Dollar Mattress's website, mattress.com page, you'll see the extensive product line. It's all in there, man. Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coil, Tempur-Pedic, Stearns, and Foster Hewitt. You'll also see photos, prices, and a whole lot more. You can do the whole ordering process right there online, or after you check out the website, just call 1-800-MATTRESS, place your order, and schedule that delivery any two hours that you pick any day of the week, like noon to 2, 1 to 3, etc. And right now, take advantage of Dollar Mattress's great 12-month financing program, too. When you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you get factory direct prices lower, believe me, than those chain stores, even during the so-called big sales. So save a lot of time and gas and effort. Just sit there on your ass and make that one easy call. Call Dial Mattress right now, 1-800-MATTRESS, the official mattress company of this show. Call 1-800-MATTRESS right now and talk to an expert betting consultant or log on to that website, mattress.com, to guarantee yourself the best sleep you've ever had in your life for years to come. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Leave out the last S because it stands for stupendous savings. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Anybody have a heart or a liver? No. Oh! In Hollywood, yes, no one stays together. Couples on and off just like a switch. Who is cheek and who? And who is usher's boo? And whose wife is just acting like a bitch? Remember Brad and Jen, it was forever. They were best friends. 
friends, so please pardon the pun. Jen and Brad, they split. Now it's Angelina Pitt and her kid who star in Empire of the Sun. Oh, you have Meg, Ryan, Dennis, Wade, wife of the guy in Sling Blade, Pamela and Tommy, that's no joke. Jason, Alexander, Britney Spears, and H, but God, that she's not clear. Everyone breaks up when you have fame. Remember Ben and Jen, they call her J-Lo. It was forever for about a week. She called Ben a slut. He made fun of her butt. Cause it was hard to dance, cheek to cheek. Rectum. The next couple is currently together. <laughs> it won't be long before one of them strays. Now it's Tom and Katie Holmes. He'd rather date that Rupert Holmes. Cause Tom's a straight guy who doesn't know he's gay. Oh, you have the knees. Richard, Charlie Sheen, Wilmer, and Lindsay Paris, Milton, Lenny Carter. Who cares? Liz, Curly, Hugh, Grant, Jimmy Page, and Robert Plant. Everyone breaks up when you have fame. Everyone breaks up when you have fame. See, it goes for Tommy. He's sure fooling a lot of people, isn't he? Not me. Tommy. Not our Tommy. Tommy Cruz. That's, yeah. Not our Tommy. He fooled a lot of people with that raspberry. See, they thought it was a fart, and it was just a raspberry. That's why he's still there, because if they knew it was like a fart sound, they'd have fired his ass. So, oh, he likes uh, Neil and George, you know, and maybe even Josh. I don't know if he likes you or not. Tommy? 1,083 votes. I'm sure that Duff likes you. Why didn't or won't you buy Neil and... <laughs> this is all Duff's idea, by the way, this thing with the CD and the T-shirt. It's all his idea. And now he goes off to the sales department like, oh, I had nothing to do with that. You know, well, what I got to do with that, I'm a sales guy, right. Echmer a salesman, okay. Why didn't you or won't you buy Neil's anniversary? How dare you not buy it, as the Sternmeister would say. How dare you? That CD and that ugly T-shirt, huh? We got 1,083. We got a shot at 1,100 again during the show. You think we can do that? Oh, sure. We need 17 votes in 12 minutes. I think that, that's a possibility. I did do it. 283, 26.1%. I don't believe it. No, now it's down to 26%. See, so it just dropped. We've got to get that under 26. 1,087. We need 13 votes in 12 minutes. I'm too cheap to do 230. Don't want that, Schmidt. 187. Who the hell would want a stupid-ass CD and an ugly T-shirt that I wouldn't even wipe my car with? I hate this pool, 123. Please, no more charity stick, 96. That was my vote. In fact, I voted before we took this pool. Before we started this crap, I voted for it. And they wouldn't listen to me. Why should I have anything to say about it? I don't have any cash, 61. Don't worry. Once Josh gets that new raise, he'll take care of everybody. He's a really generous, benevolent guy. He'll be standing on the street corner every day for an hour before and after the show, handing out $100 bills like John D. Rockefeller. That's right, and that's when I get it, so hold your breath. Who used to hand out dimes, as a matter of fact. That's, I mean, what, what kind of arrogant crap is that? Multi-billionaire, he's handing out dimes. Of course, back in the day, the dime was worth like a quarter, you know. Neil's not here to sign at 42. Why would I want it unsigned, you know? I stole the CD, downloaded it, copied it, burned it, stealed it, 27. I don't give it to charity, 22. And the CD sucks, only 16. And, and, you know, those 16 probably never heard it anyway. They're just a bunch of wise guys. You know, just like the guy with a Discover card. Just another excuse trying to cover up for their own cheapness. You don't have to be embarrassed to be cheap. You've got a lot of company. I know a lot of cheap people. I know Rimmer. He, he's not embarrassed by it. When you go to a meal, in fact, I'll never forget when he came up here that time and schlepped me all around town to that horrible deli, that awful place. And there's Rimmer, his wife, his son, his daughter, and me. There's, so there's um, four, there's five of us, right? Yeah. 
I don't think the son was there. Uh, he wasn't there. The daughter, the daughter and the wife. And so there's three of them and one of me. Horrible meal. The worst place. And he takes us way out in the middle as the Chinese say, oh, Yenemsville, the middle of nowhere. I, I thought we were going to drive to Montreal, for Christ's sakes. At least we got a good, good meal there. Not only was the food awful, but at the end of the meal, here comes the check. And now his daughter had never been in, in uh, any of these deals, you know, where he just slides you over the uh, check. Right. And, and she let out a gasp like, 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 like that. Like she was gasping for oxygen when he uh, just, uh, the waitress gave him, and he just handed it right over to me. So, wait a minute. The waitress gave it to him, and he gave it to you? Right. Oh, my God. Well, he was sitting on the end of the table, so she just handed it to him, and he just passed it right over to me, you know. Wow. This is what happens when you spoil people, when you keep buying cheapskates meals at Ruth Chris, you know. Now, I'm not going to lie. I've been out with people before, and they put the check down on the table, and I might wait to see if somebody grabs it. No, he, you know, he handed it to me. That's, that's crazy. And the daughter was like, like, she was so embarrassed and hum just mortified. Or like they say in, the, in biblical days, Mordecai. <laughs> and in his case, Mordecai. And, and that's why, like when I was down there last time, and he calls me up, oh, you're going to be in town anytime in February? I said, yeah. And my mistake, I said, yeah. And come to find out, that was when they had the, you know, the uh, Olympic break. Right. So the NHL wasn't playing then. So we had uh, several days off. And uh, guess what? He was going out of Florida. Why doesn't he just call you and ask you if uh, you want to take him out to dinner? No, oh, he did say that. He okay. said, oh, we'll have to go to Ruth Chris. <laughs> I said, no, I think I'm only going to be there a couple of days. I think I'm all tied up, Rimmer. In other words, don't call me. I'll call you and don't hold your breath. And it never happened, of course. Oh, I see, you know, one thing I'll say about him besides being cheap. Boy, does he have a lot of chutzpah. Yes. I mean, he, he's not embarrassed by it. You know, that, that's his badge of honor, being a cheapskate and making sure you're going to pick up the check. So now that you're getting that big raise, Josh. This is Neil Rogers. This is 562 AM. If it's free, it's me. Absolutely. QAM, we got the crow standing by a gate F out there at PB Park. Man, that should be a real hoot, you know it? Oh, sure. 1,098, we're still two votes shy, man. We were two votes shy, Levy. Oh, we'll get it. 
We'll get it. You're going to get it. Oh, eleven hundred. You're right. We got it. And the good part of it is, I should, probably shouldn't say it. Oh, you should say it. What? What? I don't know. No, on top. You see, the percentage is under twenty-five point nine. Hmm. We got it under twenty-six. We got it down four points from the beginning. The liars, you know, the liars club. Yeah. Oh, I bought it. Right. Two hundred eighty-five. So they did buy our stuff, and you know, just figure it out. Wouldn't we have like more than a hundred bucks for the thing if uh, they really would have done it? We would. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. We understand. What you really mean is you're too cheap. It's right underneath that. You can vote that. No problem. You got a lot of company. Out of 1103, and still 25, oh, 25.8. That is great. That is sensational. By the way, guess who's getting $50 million for his name? It's not even his real name. Well, I guess it is, but it's uh, Muhammad Ali. See, if he would have still been Cassius Clay, he wouldn't have got 50 cents. But CFX Inc. has announced it's acquired an 80% interest in the name, images, likeness, and, all, and the shakiness of all uh, publicity boxing legend Muhammad Ali after a payment of $50 million to the Ali Trust. In Muhammad We Trust. Mr. Ali, 64 years old, has been in the public eye in recent months. He was unable to walk unassisted, but still spirited in November when he was awarded the Medal of Freedom by President Bush. Ever see him and Janet Reno walk together? Oh, that's bad. That was yeah. don't, don't you want to apologize for saying that? You know, Josh uh, apologizes for saying that. That was very cruel and evil. And next he's going to be talking about Michael J. Fox. Bye, bye, bye! <laughs>